Oh, hello there. Sorry, I didn't see you. What do you think, buddy? Do you like that? I actually didn't know where you were going with that. Is this oh, okay. like a thing? Is this, Did you write this yourself? Yeah, hold on. I'm going to redo it here, You wrote buddy. this I'm bit, though. This it. is um, 100% Johnny. Right, right, right. Yeah, but it's uh, it's um it's actually really clever. It's like you didn't know the audience was there. They kind of walked in on you. Right, right. Like if I was in like a long armchair, sure, and I'd be looking at a book. Right, there might be like a, a sudden, fireplace going behind you. Yeah, and I'd look up and I'd see there was a camera that was zooming in right. on me. Right, and you'd kind of tilt down your glasses yeah. a little bit. Oh, oh. hi. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see you there. I was just reading this wonderful book about taxation, pornography, and taxation. Okay. Pornography, yeah, <laughs> the wild world of taxes <laughs> right. and pornography. Yeah. No, no, no. What, uh, what we are doing here, pal, is uh, this is another episode of Just Two Pals. Uh oh. And we're back. We're here, buddy. What um, do we do at Just Two Pals? Oh well, let me tell you. We talk movies and we talk uh, comic books and TV shows and video games, all buddy. All those four, and sometimes other things. Very, very often. Very things. often, Man. yeah. Um, right. I'm Johnny. That's me. Oh, okay. And you are? Hey, I'm your old, your old pal Randy, buddy. Hey, it's my old pal Randy. <laughs> it's your old buddy Randy. Hey, Randy. Thanks for making some time to be on the show today. Oh, thank um, you, for having buddy. Me. We got an episode that we want to do today. Sure, sure. I'm down. But I'm down, pal. As you know, oh, you're well aware of this. Before we get into the 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 meat of the show. Yeah, no, I just topic. figured we could just start talking about it. There's nothing you else just want to leap do. right into it, but you you're skipping over a, a pivotal part of the uh, opening proceedings of Just Two Pals. Johnny, I'm not Buddy, sure what you're talking about. We gotta spin that old audible wheel, old oh, faithful. Gee, shoot, Johnny, real quick, actually, yeah. before we uh-huh. whatever you're gonna say, before we do that, um, hey, we gotta make sure to spin that old audible wheel. Am I right? Ah, shit, you're right. Hold on. Let's go. All right. Let's get, ahead and get let's, that. Fun, let's buddy. get this one geared up here, yeah. buddy. The last sound that we did was so uh, yeah. popular. Uh, yeah, people actually. Everyone I'm, loved it. I'm not gonna it. lie, people liked it. Yeah, people did like it. Now, do you want a return of that sound, or do you want to keep doing this shtick where we say the last sound was terrible <laughs> and we have a new one? I feel like I remember the last time it actually sounded like a legit sound. That's what I remember. I I, I fear I won't be able to recreate it. I guess oh. is something that. That I'm worried about, but you know what, buddy? I'm happy to try it, and we'll see how it goes. Nah, let's. Uh, All right, I, buddy. I got a new sound queued up right oh, here. Oh, you so. got a sound. <laughs> yeah, let's just go ahead and. <laughs> you got a wheel. sound queued up, raring to go. <laughs> yeah. Let's, All right, let's buddy. Do it. Well, I'll 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 hit you up when this wheel starts to spinning. Oh, oh. All right, right. And it's spinning now. <laughs> Awful. Nice. Oh, that's that <laughs> really one. bad. That was a good one. Nobody likes that. Yeah, that was my favorite one to date. It was. What that sound? Like? Did it sound like me just going all, oh, or was there clearly? It sounded. Like, it sounded a like you sound. were. It, yeah, it sounded like you grabbed your cheeks and just made a sound with your mouth, but then flapped your nice. cheeks while yeah, you were doing it. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Buddy. See, I know my buddy. It's like I know my buddy. Together. It's like we're touching each other. It's like we're just barely, just. It's just a little t- bit touching each other, but not a whole lot. Buddy, it's almost like we're just two pals. You could say ah, that. You could say ah, that. So, buddy. Buddy. Let me, let me ask you. I did the thing. Hey, buddy. All yeah. jokes aside. All oh, joking is finished. Rearing off topic aside. What yeah. do you want this episode to be about? Because I'm in the dark, pal. I'm in the dark here. 
Well, I felt I like I dropped a anything. pretty big hint in the beginning of the episode that I'd prefer to talk about the 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 um, intricacies of taxation within sure. pornography. I mean, it's an interesting topic when you really get into the the deep deep insides of the crevices of taxation. Yeah, yeah, when you really dig in there, when you really get on inside. And when you find the yeah. moist center of taxation and you really get to the root of what it's about, that's when you can start to appreciate the... Hey, buddy, yeah. do you think porn stars have to file head of household? <laughs> oh, buddy, <laughs> did you come here tonight prepared with that one? Buddy, I've got a list of pornography-themed jokes. Did you set the scene Themed around joke? taxes. You started this joke early on just so that you could read a list of pornography. Of some of the best best jokes I've come up with throughout the day. Sure. (laughs) About attacks porn stars. Yeah, buddy. Okay. No, buddy. Buddy, That was the only one. She's got deductions down the line. Mm. Like deductions. You get it? Yeah, I get it. But with dick in it? Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Got him, right, Johnny? Eh. Buddy, what do you want to talk about this episode? Buddy, I feel like I asked you so many times. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We've wasted a lot of time. Let's get right into it. On this episode, you know, we had um, uh, uh, best our, one of our best friends in the show, a fan of the show, Tori Sloan, sent us an email a while back and asked us in that email, what do you guys recommend that I read? She, and She had said that, buddy, to me specifically, actually. Yeah, she sent you a, a personal message. Yeah, and then you just kind of got copied on it, I think, is what happened there. It was to Randy CC Johnny. CC Johnny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a mistake. But yeah, buddy, so at no, the time, I kind of just rattled off a couple of things and sure, sent it to her. a couple her. of things. You didn't care. You didn't really think about it. You, you, you lied a little I, bit. I really only gave my favorite ones. You gave your favorite ones, buddy. Uh, the ones that I could think of. But, Classic. buddy, we've, we've, we've got a couple other storylines within within comic books yeah, that we yeah, want to share with the public so we thought we'd maybe do like a little um maybe maybe a little list of like our, some of our favorite storylines or things that we would like suggest to people because i always like when people like are getting into comics or they're like wanting to read about a character like there's a few books that i would like say check this out um so they don't all make the list but i feel like there's some that are super important maybe we can do some like honorable mentions or something later but oh, buddy um, that's not a bad idea yeah yeah but i think i got a solid list buddy i feel like there might be one that would cross over with both of us but other than that i have a feeling we wouldn't have any of the same ones what do you think? yeah I, th- I think ours are going to be pretty different um i i tried to i tried to my list i tried to maybe think a little bit ex- outside of the box that i've kind of <laughs> That, that I've been in, you know, that I've been so focused on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you want to throw me a And so I got, a, I got maybe one or two that are outside of my my comic box. Sure. If that makes sense. You're but, buddy, why don't we start with you? long box, buddy? You get it? That's pretty is, good. Is that another pornography joke? Nope. That's a, a comic book joke. Get it? Long box? Yeah. Ah! I did it! Gross. Yeah, I did it. It's gross. Buddy, Inappropriate. let's let's anyway, do the show. Yeah, yeah. Let's do so, that buddy, how do how do you want to listen? I'm gonna say this right off the bat. There's one mm-hmm. storyline that we've talked about a lot of times on our show because we talk about it all the time because we love it so much. And what's funny is actually when we're just like talking on the phone, we'll just like recollect scenes <laughs> from this book that we've both read several times, and so yes. we know what happens, but we want to regale each other with these great moments. 
Um, buddy. Because they're so good, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah buddy. I, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, buddy, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about that old Superior Spider-Man. We're talking about buddy. that old Superior Spider-Man. The whole bud. run. The whole run. I mean, starting The whole run. From... All 31-plus issues. There you go, buddy. And even the, um, what was it, the... Avenging Spider-Man was the original book, but then I think they changed it to something else. Um, remember, it was like that side one, and I think... Well, there was Superior Foes. Yeah, that one I didn't like as much. I thought there were things to like about it, but yeah. you're right. It definitely wasn't as good as like the, the main story. Yeah, um, yeah, they did They did a couple of offshoots. Of, yeah, I wish you know, I remembered he had, he had what stories. that book was called. I know the book started off as Avenging Spider-Man, and then later it changed into something else, and I can't freaking remember what's called but remember i told you about it and i was like hey otto is like in this book too and they write him really well and i want to say like cullen bunn or something was on that book and you know i like him a lot but um mm. i can't remember buddy i can't remember what it's called but it was a cool book and it, they got him really well but um yeah yeah spirit spider-man anything he showed up in we were checking that out buddy even remember that um those team up books they did with like one avenger and one x-man or like two villains or something like that yeah and they did yeah buddy remember the one with cyclops that was probably one of my favorite ones because we both love cyclops yeah Yeah. so buddy do you want to talk superior spider-man real quick and then get into our list yeah buddy because we've we've talked superior spider-man so many times you know what i mean so i could see how people would be like we don't want to spend too much time on it why don't we get over that in fact buddy and i know that you know this because I we talked about it. <laughs> I say we just keep Superior Spider-Man off the list. Everybody knows that we think you should read Superior Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Everyone knows that, I don't th- yeah, I don't think we need to put it on the list. It would just take up a spot. And you know what? And you should about. start with the before that, right? The end of Amazing Spider-Man. I don't remember how many issues it was. I think it was like the last Amazing three or four. Spider-Man, I think 698 is when it started. That mm-hmm. was that was that was when the swap occurred between Peter and Otto. So just in case anyone hasn't heard of, of Superior Spider-Man or is not very familiar with it, we can go over it real quick. The, the story was um, towards the end of the Amazing Spider-Man run around issue 698 um, until 700, there was a, a storyline that occurred where Dr. Octopus, Otto Octavius, his body's dying. And in order to save himself and get his ultimate revenge on Peter for being a thorn in his side for years... He um, finds a way to mind swap with Peter Parker. So I think throughout the entire issue, through all of 698, um, we see the perspective of of Spider-Man. And it's not specific, right? Right, It's just him like, I'm a hero. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then he's called in to talk to Otto Octavius. Like how good it feels. Yeah, yeah, how great it feels. Um, And then he's called in to talk to Otto Octavius, who's dying. So he shows up to kind of give a last word, and that's when you find out that that the swap occurred, and Otto and Peter's body's like, "I got you." Yeah, and and um, he's dying, so Peter's now effectively dying inside of Doc Ock's body. Yes, so it's intense. Yeah. But yeah, man, I was gonna actually—that was one of the things I wanted to mention. That was one of the like coolest moments I had in comics for a while. Was reading that issue, and I didn't have any idea that like totally got me at the end. Um, when it turned yeah, out to the find whole out the issue. whole time this yeah. whole issue it's been Otto and that Spider-Man's awesome. body. It that was got really me super cool. Hyped. It was really well done. Yeah, it got me really hyped for Superior Spider-Man. And the whole time, every time an issue came out, like we were like we had to read it that day right away. Oh yeah, yeah. and we talk about it like immediately right. as soon as we could. Breaks at work and and on lunch and just as soon as we could talk about it, we would. Um, so the the story then unfolds and um, 
Peter and 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 Otto in their in their you know switched bodies fight. Peter doesn't win, and Peter dies in Otto Octavius's body, and that leaves Otto in Peter's body. And he, uh, it was a really well done scene, I think. Um, as Spider-Man's dying, as as Peter's dying in Otto's body, his life starts flashing before his eyes. But because of the connection that they had from the mind swap, Otto also is reliving Peter's life before Peter's eyes, while while Peter dies. Right, and it kind of instills in him that desire to be a hero, to be right. the to be the best Spider-Man. And the, they the mention the ends. whole classic trope responsibility thing. Yeah, and it, he, it, like, it does start to get to him. him. It yeah. weighs on him. Right. Um, and so he takes it to heart and, and resolves to be better than Peter Parker. He's going to be the superior Spider-Man. So the best the, Spider-Man, the, buddy. The perfect the, version of the, Spider-Man, right? Yeah, the superior version That's of right, Spider-Man. And that, and that was kind of hammered home a lot for the oh, first yeah. couple of issues. Because he's such um, a dick. So it makes He's sense such an it didn't get annoying because <laughs> it, you thought of this man saying it and Doc, Doc Ock is he's a dick. He's like smug and he's pompous. But yeah. that coming out of Spider-Man was so freaking cool, man. He's I, quite egotistical. Oh, and yeah. it took that whole kind of snarky, quippy nature of Spider-Man to a completely other level. Instead of just being annoying, he was just outright an ass. Right. And, you and know it was a lot of fun, and and, yeah. and it was cool throughout the series. People would be like, "You're not the same Spider-Man we remember." Right? Yeah. What happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there was the Punisher issue too, and Punisher's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. You like when Punisher's telling you, "You need to fucking relax, bro. Like <laughs> it's time to like reevaluate your life." <laughs> but uh, there's oh that God. one the... huge thing. What was it? Is it Black Cat? The fucking just not Black her Cat. Out? Yeah. What? What? He, what? He decks her in the face. And she's just like totally playing and like having a Catwoman and Batman type flirty relationship. And yeah, he's just like, yeah. yeah, no, I don't do this with you. Yeah. Knock your ass out. Yeah. And she gets pissed because she gets uh, she gets arrested. And yeah. we talked about it a lot. And, and if we're recommending people read it, we don't want to. Oh yeah, we shouldn't spoil much, the whole so. thing. Yeah. So that's just the setup, and then and Check then it's it about out. 31 issues of of Superior awesome. Spider Man, and then he got two extra ones, 32 and 33, around the Spider Verse. Oh yeah. Event. Yeah. Um, which, which were really cool. In. It's a bummer. A lot of fun, man. He got snubbed in the overall too. book, though. A little bit. Yeah, a little oh, no, bit you snubbed. know, by the end, he, he actually turned out to be a badass. No, though. still a little bit. It was, it was yeah. more that during Spider-Verse, when Peter showed up, instead of Otto, like, taking not charge, taking his yeah. shit, yeah. Um, Peter Peter beat him once, like, punched him in the face once, and then Otto's like, all right, fine, oh, you're in shit, charge. Oh, shit. But, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, Peter was back, and he's their Spider-Man, and whatever yeah. but um well and and Otto had a grand scheme that yeah, we won't spoil right Otto had a plan for spider-verse so. but the big and thing about really it cool. for us is how many people people just hated superior spider-man because it wasn't their spider-man he, yeah. everything that we loved about superior spider-man is exactly why people hated it but it's like by the end of it people loved it um but it, I mean the thing like when we say we love superior spider-man we're not saying we love spider-man and this version, like it's totally different characters. Superior Spider-Man Absolutely. is its own thing. Yeah, it's it's this to me. It's the same as like Miles Morales and Peter Parker. They're both right. Spider-Man, but they're two completely different characters. Right, so right. Even though it's Peter's body, it's not Peter like in yeah. any way. At Our all. dream was just to have Peter have his own book and then start a Superior Spider-Man book. And yeah, because it was wildly popular. Yeah. When it, when it first was announced, people were like, "Fuck you, Dan Slott!" And they're like sending him <laughs> death threats, which shit, is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's okay to be passionate about something you love, but you can't threaten someone's el- someone else's life over it. That's insane. Um, 
But yeah, when it first came out, you and I were like, well, that sounds interesting because we'd kind of fallen off the Spider-Man bandwagon a little bit. Like, we have an appreciation for Spider-Man, but yeah. it, it was kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, Here. I mean, that was my problem with Marvel for a long time. Like, it's like I kept reading books and they were like, kept disappointing me for a while. Yeah, yeah especially So this Spider-Man. was a cool twist. This was a cool, unique take that we went, well, wait a minute. This could be good. Right. This could be fun. And it was like, and I've said this before. I'm sure in several episodes, but I used to like go online after the newest issue came out and look at the reviews right. and you look at the to comments to see what people yeah. were saying. And it was like the first issue came out and people were like, this is bullshit. This is garbage. <laughs> and then around the fifth issue, people are like, you know what? They, you know, let's see where it goes. And by the 10th issue, people are like, yeah. Because well, right. issue nine, man, that, I'm that's in. our favorite issue. That's issue, where it, like issue nine is, is the best issue of that series. In my opinion, not just because I love it so much, but because it, 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 um, expanded on Otto's character even further mm-hmm. and really de- really dove into why he is who he is and and why he's decided that he's going to take things farther than Peter ever did. And buddy, not to to coin a phrase, but why he's the superior Spider-Man? Buddy? Oh. I don't know if they thought of that. I should call Marvel. Oh wait, that's the name of the book, isn't it? Yeah, but I think it's coincidental. I think, I think it's just because it, yeah. it starts with S. Yeah, that's true. It's the same with Spectacular Spider-Man. Did like he call himself Spectacular Spider-Man? There was a book, yeah, Spectacular Spider-Man book at one point. Yeah. So anyway, Superior, so Superior. Spider-Man, that's yeah. that's the one that you and I recommend Always. everyone read. Always. Check it out. Even if you're not super familiar with Spider-Man, you, you, you can know the basics of Spider-Man, of, yeah. of Peter, who he is. He's a hero. He's snarky. Um, he jokes around and uh, – and and it's just a, such a fun ride to see Otto play play his version of Spider-Man, who I desperately want to see again. Oh, so I desperately bad. want Otto to to continue to play that role. I would be disappointed if he doesn't become Superior Spider-Man again in the comics. Right. If he came but back he as comes Doc back, Ock, I'd be yeah. He came bummed. back as Doc Ock as Otto. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it, I want to see that role more. I don't want to see him go back to being just another Spider-Man villain. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm totally with you there, buddy. So, anything sure else now. you have to say about Superior Spider-Man, bud? Oh, buddy, there's 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 not enough time to tell each other how much we love Superior Spider-Man. But we'll tell each other again one day. I'm sure we'll talk about it probably next episode. Probably in a little while. Yeah, we'll probably bring it up after the first <laughs> yeah, yeah, after yeah, the first sure. one on our, off our and list. And then just talk about that for an hour again. Well, buddy, let's do it. Let's get to these lists then. Superior Spider-Man's the not even on the list. What a waste of time, buddy. <laughs> what a waste of precious valuable buddy, time. Buddy, let's start with you, pal. Buddy. Let's start with you. You pick a storyline in the comics me. that you recommend that our fine listeners, Uh-oh. both Tori Sloan and Matthew J. Bates oh, II, great. Hey, put me to. on. put me on the spot here, buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah, recommend a good story yeah, for them. Let me just, just off the cuff, look at my list here. Um, I, uh, Buddy, I'm a little Batman heavy. I'm gonna tell you why. Because Batman is the shit, and he's my favorite. So, yeah, that makes sense. A lot of my mine's favorite... a little flash heavy. Of course, if I'm yeah, being yeah. Honest. Um, I, I love Batman, man. And there's a couple of books that, like, I think capture Batman super well. Um, so I'll do, I'll do one. What about Batman Hush, buddy? Batman Hush is oh! on the list. There you go, buddy. Let's talk Hush, buddy. You've read the Batman Hush. I've read most of it. I, okay. I haven't finished it. Okay. I haven't finished right, it. When right, we decided right. we were going to do the list, so so I'm familiar with the Hush storyline. Right, right. You know um, about the character and such. 
I know about the character. I know about that specific story. Right. Um, but uh, I but I haven't actually read it like the full thing. So yeah. let's so I let's let's operate on the assumption that I'm that I know what happens. Sure. In. So I mean, just just to kind of breeze over it, basically, um, Batman is kind of working on a case, um, and all of a sudden. Somebody cuts. He's chasing Catwoman like through the streets. They're doing their whole little song and dance. Um, he's you know flying through the skies on his grappling hook. Somebody cuts the grappling hook, and he freaking plummets down to the street below him, and he ends up like getting jumped by a bunch of thugs and shit. Right, so he's fucked up. They end up like fracturing his skull, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he randomly tells Alfred to call his childhood friend, who is um, uh, Tommy Elliot, right? And Tommy mm-hmm. Elliot is now this, like, world-famous surgeon. Um, so Tommy Elliot comes, patches him up. He's all good. Uh, but basically, behind the scenes, there's some sort of villain out there who is kind of using all of Gotham's villains and manipulating them in a way to kind of get to Batman um, and to get inside his head and, like, break him down emotionally. So um, it's really cool. The reason I really like Hush is because a lot of the villains show up in it. So they use a lot of really great villains. Harley's in it. Catwoman's in it. Uh, I can't remember if two faces in it. I feel like he is. Um, he, yeah, he's, he's in it. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. Joker's in it. Who has, we'll talk about it in a little bit. I don't know if you've gotten to that part yet, but Joker, there's one of my favorite Batman Joker scenes. Um, no, I haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. I'll tell you what I have liked so far is the, the Riddler, the Riddler. The Riddler's a huge part in it. Yeah. 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 And you know how much I end. love the Riddler. Oh yeah, buddy. What, once you do finish it, I want to talk about a Riddler thing, and you probably actually already know it because I'm sure you've heard things from this book already. Um, oh, yeah. Because we've talked about it, and it's, I mean, it's a pretty popular book. But um, but there's a, a great thing about Riddler, um, that whole thing about, you know, Riddler. This is when Riddler kind of discovers who Batman is. He knows he's Bruce Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this great scene, like, Batman kind of goes to him and tells him, like, the thing is, is you'll never use that against me because once everybody knows the answer to a riddle, it's a worthless riddle. So yeah, love it. Kind of just like, Oh fuck. Like he's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's lording it over yeah. Batman. And then Batman, Batman steps on his grapes. That's a bummer. <laughs> That's right. Um, but anyway, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's, it's pretty well known who hushes. Um, I mean, it's kind of the mystery throughout the book. But Hush ends up kind of coming back. Um, it's, it's hard to talk about it without spoiling too much of it. But there's this right. great scene um, that's like the big kind of famous scene in, in at, towards the end in a cemetery um, where he turns out to be Jason Todd. And there's this huge fight between Batman and Jason Todd. Um, but Batman kind of realizes that like Jason Todd's talking like he's Robin and doesn't really acknowledge that he's Jason. Um, right. So he ends up being like, I think he's like Clayface or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so so they they manipulate him using all these things. So he ends up being something, buddy, very very close to Bruce, who knows who he is and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like a lot of key things in this book. Like that's where the relationship is really got hot and heavy with you know Batwoman, Batman and Catwoman. Um, so I definitely feel like it's it's an important piece of like Batman history. Um, so, yeah, and and it's Jim Lee, right? So the art is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Jim Lee's art is great. Yeah, for sure. It's just detailed, man. I love it. So what what is it about the the storyline that you feel 
Like, people just have to read it in order to experience it. Instead of just hearing what happens, you know, going on right. YouTube and watching a video of right. this is the Hush storyline, what makes it worth picking up the book and reading? To me, it's like that's it's like the, the one of the most personal Batman stories, um, just because the, the best of the rogues gallery is used in a way like they don't even realize they're being used in a way to get at him emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this really great scene, buddy with Joker and it's like kind of that definitive thing where Batman like comes close to that brink of just choking him to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and he legit wants to choke him to death. And, uh, and he gets stopped by, uh, by Gordon and Gordon's like, you know, I, I can't let you do this. Cause you know, Gordon knows what's up. He knows if Batman goes over that edge, Batman never comes back. Right. Right. So I, that's one of the things I've always liked about Gordon is that even, I feel like Gordon would be the guy who would kill the Joker. If um, anybody if should it came want down to. to it. Right. If anybody should want to, it should be him. And I mean, like, that was his whole thing, too. It's like, you know, when, when he attacked my daughter, I told you not to kill him and to bring him in. And mm-hmm. now just because he's hurting you in these personal ways, because he thinks Joker's hurting him. Um, but uh, he's like, you can't you can't now be the one to just kill him. Yeah. Um, so that's that shit's intense, man. But that happens a lot with with Jim and Batman. I feel like like Jim always comes through in the end. They're like the bestest of buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really just two pals, buddy. buddy they're just two pals. They're just two pals. You're absolutely right about that, buddy. Hey, um, thanks. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the best thing about it, it's an emotional tale and it utilizes everybody's favorite villain. So that's mm-hmm. I think it's super accessible to people. So that's like a that's the bat, one of the big Batman books to read for me. It created a really interesting character. It came oh, out yeah. with I think Hush is one of Batman's more. I mean, he's still kind of lesser known to me mm-hmm. to the public because they because he hasn't been featured in a lot of the like uh, you know a, a lot of other um, uh, other forms of media. Hush has been yeah. primarily a comic book character, and he hasn't really branched out much. He hasn't been in the movies. Right. He showed up maybe here and there in some of the animated stuff. But um, I have a feeling if they did like an animated Hush story, mm-hmm. if DC, you know, stopped this New Fifty Two, let's everything has to be New Fifty Two. If they branched out and did some, you know, adapted some other stories, Hush would be one of the ones to go to, and that would kind of rise him. Uh, oh, yeah. bring him up yeah, they, from being they, just just another comic book villain to right. you know why he is so important in the comics yeah um i know they i mean they used him in the arkham games and they did him really well i mean they did him just like in the books basically mm-hmm. um but they kind of operate under the assumption like i mean they tell you the story of tommy Elliot basically but uh yeah i think they kind of operate under that assumption that you know who he is going into it um, but I well, mean, he's got small appearance, uh, small appearances. In, yeah, it's um, like a backstory. Arkham City and yeah. Arkham Knight. Yeah, both of them are like side mission stories that he appears in, right? Uh, the one in Arkham Knight, I don't think is a side story. I think you have to do it, but I, mm. I could be. Either way, it's so short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very incredibly short. But um, that's, that's in fact, it was very cool because it was, uh, it was you go into the elevator as Batman and you walk out of the elevator as Bruce Wayne and you walk past the secretary and you oh, go into yeah. the office. And you try to get it try the computer tries to scan your eyes to get on there and I think it errors out or something. Right, right. And then Lucius walks in and he says, Mr. Wayne, and then Lucius just you know, knocks him out. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah, when yeah. you go, Oh, that's not oh, Batman. Shit. That's yeah, not Bruce and Wayne. that doesn't even happen in Hush. That's down the line where uh in the comics even he has his face surgically altered to look like Bruce Wayne. To look like Bruce yeah. Wayne, yeah. <clears throat> um yeah, Hush is a dope character, man. He's like it, Batman 
gone totally wrong because <laughs> uh because he's an orphan too right like this there's this whole thing with, with tommy elliott is like his parents died um well his his parents got into a car accident um but i guess i think it's like his mom doesn't die or something like that and um bruce's dad saves the mom and uh tommy elliott don't like that too much buddy because uh he didn't want his parents to live he's, he's no nope. evil little boy he he's wanted not, them dead yeah he's not a good guy pal no, he's a bad person. He's the opposite of Bruce Wayne. He's the exact opposite of Bruce Wayne, buddy. <laughs> so, buddy, let me ask you this. So yes. far, you haven't read the whole thing, but so far, you're digging it. You like it. I like it very much. You like it very yeah. much. Yeah, well, buddy, I, I, I was surprised. I, I didn't realize how, how pivotal of a role Riddler played in it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. I'm really in, I'm really enjoying the Riddler stuff. Oh, yeah. So that has, that has just um, enhanced the enhance my desire to to finish it it's why uh, i knew you'd like it buddy buddy you sure do know what i like yeah just and a lot of those scenes with those characters they're like quintessential scenes like all the ones we just talked about like those are like everything you know about those characters relationships and it's like really great scenes utilizing them so Mm -hmm. it's good stuff so buddy buddy what about that kind of leads into a little bit Uh of uh of of why i like my recommendation Uh oh buddy yeah pal who are you talking about uh, buddy, let me let me let me let me just tell you about Final Crisis Rogue's Revenge. Oh, buddy, there you go. So uh, everyone knows, in everyone in the world knows, every individual person yes. knows that I love the Rogues. They're my favorite villains in DC. It's my favorite group. You know what I mean? I, right. It's it's better than Legion of Doom, and it's better than the whatever the future ones are that fight the legion of superheroes right um i i just i love this group and so this storyline is um it's after bart allen's run as the flash so yeah. wally has disappeared into the speed force with his family um bart as well but bart returns as an older man in his 20s because he was a kid when he when right. he got absorbed so he, he returns takes on the mantle of the flash now his villain inertia which is kind of his own reverse flash right in a way Inertia hates Bart Allen, and Inertia is a Thon. Um, he's a, a, a descendant thons, of Eobard Thon. Them Thons are no good. Them Thons, them Thons, oh, and he's that, more Thon than Bart is because Bart Bart is also a descendant of Thons. Yeah. Um. So, sorry. There we go. Had Uh-oh, to get readjusted, buddy. pal. Gross. Yeah, yeah, pal. I had to readjust them balls. Yeah, I freaking heard it. Yeah, yeah, you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. So anyway, th- there's a plan. Inertia con- comes up with a plan and convinces the rogues and Abracadabra to join him in taking down the Flash and getting a great score. And the rogues say, all right, we're in. We'll help you because we want this score you're talking about. Let's get it, get- Let's um, get it good. He tricks the rogues into believing that Bart Allen um, could take a hit that he wasn't able to take because right. the machine that they built essentially took all of the speed out of Bart. So it left him as a mortal man, like as a normal guy. So when the rogues all turn their weapons on him and hit him with their attacks, instead of Flash vibrating through the the ice or or yeah. you know zipping past the, the the fire, he took the hits and he died. So the rogues the rogues essentially killed the Flash, which is their number one rule. Unwittingly, yeah, so. <laughs> they had no intention to do that. Yeah. No intention to kill the Flash because as much as they as much as the Flash annoys them. Right. Um, to them, it's like a game. Right. Get away with the crime and see if the Flash can stop you. Right. 
Right. But you don't kill you don't the Flash. Kill the Flash. You don't kill any you, superheroes. You don't kill any superhero. You don't kill women or children. You don't right. do drugs. Those are like the big things in the rogues. Yeah. So they killed the Flash. Um, they're all, st- and then then we go through that story of uh, Salvation Run, where a bunch of the villains are sent to that other planet, the prison planet. Mm-hmm. You remember that story? Yeah. All right. So this one, Final Crisis: Rogues Revenge, it, it takes place during Final Crisis, and the 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 head of the Final Crisis, um, I, I don't know, Doomsday Plan is Libra, and uh, Libra wants the Rogues to join his his team of supervillains because. He says it at one point. Every every time there is a crisis, a Flash is pivotal yeah. in playing a role in it, so and he villains, wants people yeah. on his team who are familiar with going toe to toe with a speedster. Yeah, that was one of my favorite little bits of uh, Final Crisis. I love that. Ah, I thought it was great. Very cool, and, and it's and it's very true. Oh yeah. Um. So the the rogues are the rogues are uh, they're disgruntled. They're upset. It's uh, Mirror Master, Heat Wave, Weather Wizard, and Captain Cold have returned from the planet. Classics. They're going to their base. They are going to retire, and they're done being supervillains. Right. They're just going to get out of the game. They're going to hang up their coats and weapons and just and just retire. Um, Trickster winds up showing up later. Trickster has actually been living in their old hideout. So Trickster, Axel Walker, uh, kind of joins their team. So then it's the five of them. But the story is they find out that Inertia, who was originally captured and imprisoned, is out. He's escaped and he's alive. And the rogues say, "All right, before we retire, we're gonna get our revenge on Inertia. Yeah, we're taking this fool because down he for, tricked for us into us. breaking our rule." Right? Yeah, and it's such a great story. All the characters are utilized perfectly. Yeah. You get a bunch of information on their backstories. Like you don't even have to know everything that I know about the rogues in order to enjoy the different aspects. It's of actually the story. a really good good one to choose because it's, it's that's. I mean, it's not a great starting off point because there's so many great stories before that, but mm-hmm. it's a very good entry point though um, if you want to understand these characters and their motivations if you just want to understand the rogues this is i would say the best book to pick up yeah the the only bummer i had about rogues revenge is same thing i had about earlier some of the flash stuff too is scott collins does the art on it and i fucking hate his art dude like it's so ugly so i think it's ugly i think in, in in maybe a mainstream book i get that yeah one of the reasons I love this book is because of the art. You like the I art. think the art fits this this story. I'm not saying I, w- I always want the rogues to look this way. Right. I'm saying for this particular story where it's about dejection and, and, and in a way like heartbreak mm-hmm. and chaos and anger and passion and all that stuff, I feel like the art was was perfect for yeah. this it's, story. It's a little scattered, so I can see that. Yeah, I can see what you're saying there. I think it's great. Um, I think it's just hard for Flash too because Flash has had so many great artists, and that he's he's just mm-hmm. my least favorite one. I think so. I mean, I guess th- this one's a little bit better when he was doing Flash, um, and actually something we'll probably talk about in another thing we do. Um, but when he was doing that, the uh, the Blacksmith Rogue story, he did the art on that too, and I was yeah. remember thinking like, it just looks so. I don't know. It looks yeah, easy. so like I I agree with you for a mainstream book. Yeah. Um. Yes, I I would not like it, but for this particular story with it being about the rogues. Yeah. And with them wanting to kill Inertia. Right. I think the art makes total sense. And it's kind of I cool wouldn't select he's a little him as a cartoony mainstream. too. So them having this super, like, a personal story to them, I guess it's kind of a cool counterpoint to have it, not look super serious, you know. 
I think it's great. I, yeah. I, I really do. And I'm not as invested in, in who the artists are like you are. Right. Um, but for this, for the, I mean, I, I didn't even know that it was Scott Collins that, that drew it, that did the art on it because I don't, I very I don't actively don't really like him though. So yeah, I know you've brought him up before. <laughs> yeah. I know yeah, you've yeah. definitely brought him up before, but yeah, it's, it's a great introduction to, to why the rogues are who they are, what being a rogue means. Right. Um, there's a great line in there at one point where Trickster says, um, "The trick Trickster says, uh, you know, well, what, well, then what do you have to do to be a rogue?" Um, and Mirror Master says that the the way you become a rogue is you don't tell Captain, you don't tell Cold, you don't tell Captain Cold that you want to be a rogue. You tell him why you need to be a rogue. Yeah, um, oh, because awesome. they, they're a family, man. The rogues are a family, right? Um, not in the traditional sense, obviously. Um, or even in a romanticized sense. It's sure. just that they have loyalty to each other that runs incredibly deep. Right. Um, yeah. And and it shows. This story is so great at playing that off. It also has an appearance of Hunter Zolomon, who's my favorite Zoom. Um, you get a little tease with Inertia about who he could become. I mean, it's it's such a it's a really great story. Yeah. Um, and and I don't you don't have to understand everything about Final Crisis in that moment. You can pick up Rogue's Revenge and just read this one story about the rogues and it's so interesting it's so great and if you don't if you don't walk out of this book loving the rogues or at the very least loving captain cold right yeah there you go I, then i i don't understand how anyone could do that i don't I, it, to me it's not possible to read this story and not walk away going damn those guys are awesome those or are man cold is badass yeah it's so great man so great yeah it's good stuff man and, I and mean, i've reread it I reread it recently. I, I was able to pick it up at a shop. Oh, and nice. I, I re, yeah, I reread it actually a couple times now. Very I just cool. love that story, man. Yeah, it's it was a really good book. It was only like three issues too, right? It was only three issues. Yeah. It was written by Jeff Johns, who writes the rogues better than any other writer. Buddy, he's perfect. Jeff Johns knows the rogues in and out. Jeff Johns writes a lot of our favorite stuff, though. Yeah, even yeah, he does. I mean, well before New 52, even before Rebirth. Uh, not the newest rebirth, but the you know the original Flash rebirth, mm-hmm. the Green Lantern rebirth. He was still writing Flash like a badass. Wrote Wally like a badass. Yeah, buddy, Jeff that Johns was it. He best. wrote he wrote Wally. Yeah, Jeff Johns is great. Well, buddy, sticking in that era then, because let me tell you, even though you don't have to read Final Crisis, I'm gonna throw out one of them honorable mentions right now. Final Crisis oh. is an awesome book. You gotta read Final. Crisis. You liked Final Crisis. Oh, I, I love all the Crisis books. Um, but yeah, I like Final Crisis a lot. I mean, you know, it's pretty. I mean, Batman has a pretty, pretty significant thing happen to him, and yeah, the Flash world has a very significant thing happen, and yeah, it didn't hearken the greatest thing for us with the Flash. But I mean, in that moment, the the book was very, very good. Yeah, it was good. Um, but honestly, I think people, if they're reading DC, at some point, you have to read all of the crises. Um, especially Infinite Crisis and Final Crisis, because those yeah. those are. I mean, Crisis on Infinite Earths is, you know, it's like one of like those great American comic books, but it's super confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend it to like a like casual reader. Even like you got to be pretty invested in comics to even want to read that monstrosity because it's 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 super <laughs> convoluted. But um, but Infinite Crisis is a, is a must read. Um, and Final oh yeah, Crisis Infinite too. Crisis for sure. 
I so I I enjoy parts of Final Crisis. Mm-hmm. I think that the sheer volume of stories attached to Final Crisis is daunting to me. It's overwhelming. Yeah, there's a lot. And there were there there were very few parts of the of, of Countdown to Final Crisis that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of DC. There were a couple too. of things. DC every time they have a big crisis or a big crossover. It's like they want you to buy every book in the entire – and I get it. They want to sell books, and I've been victim to it way too many times where I buy mm-hmm. every single tie-in, um, and it's way too expensive, and it's it gets out of hand. There's way too much to read. Um, but, you know, you don't have to, but you do feel like you're missing a big part of the story. Um, yeah. One thing I'll, I'll mention about R.I.P. real quick – or not R.I.P. That, that was actually the next book I was going to talk about um, – about Final Crisis is there's this really cool thing that's actually goes part of the tie-in with R.I.P. Um, is they try to make clones of Batman to like serve them right mm-hmm. um, as like part of an army, and the clones actually end up like deforming themselves, and because they're like so they attach Batman's mind to them, um, and they're trying to like use his memories to form them into like these bat this Batman army. Um, yeah. And the clones, like, reject his memories, like, to the point where the, his own memories drive the clones crazy and they start, like, scratching their eyes out and shit. Um, and they say the emotional trauma of being Batman, uh, most people can't handle that. So they're like, oh, how does this man handle this emotional trauma? Um, yeah. And there's these tie-ins to it that go through, like, what's happening inside of uh, Batman's head. And he's going just through all the, you know, his a bunch of the big... Uh, big story points from over the years yeah um, all this bad shit and people have died and all that kind of stuff and yeah it's really cool seeing the other side of it with those uh those clothes ripping their eyes out and shit because they just can't handle being batman um you know that there, there's one thing in final crisis and countdown um <clears throat> i was just i just pulled it up and was looking at what stories there were in countdown and a lot of them i didn't care for like the mary marvel and yeah and harley quinn and holly robinson i didn't really uh, dig no. the jimmy olsen i didn't really dig um the uh i think if i remember correctly the um the uh this monarch and and superman prime story i found interesting Mm -hmm. i thought that was cool but i i didn't have enough information to really be able to put it all together until the end of the story yeah um i really like the trickster and piper stuff that's what i loved about about countdown oh okay you remember that i don't really remember it what happened in it so uh, it takes place after they come back from the prison planet mm-hmm. and uh, they are not invited to rejoin the rogues oh, um, because Trickster went because Trickster went uh, straight right and joined the government and Pied Piper had already for a while been yeah. a hero right so they weren't invited back because of their ties um, to, to being to being good good guys now Mm -hmm. and then bart allen dies and because of their previous association with the rogues they are hunted down by various heroes and organizations because they because these these groups believe that they are directly involved in bart allen's death oh okay so it's a really really great story um the the wally wally shows up at some point oh okay um, you know, because he he thinks that they killed Bart. Uh, the um, they they wind up getting handcuffed together, um, and it's really it, honestly, it's I mean, I I guess I'll kind of spoil it because it's been a while back, but it's the end of the the James Jesse version of Trickster. Oh, dang, buddy. Yeah, 
That's a big drop. Really good. That's a big drop you just had from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years really. Ago. I wish I could find just a collection <laughs> of that story. I'm sure it's out there, right? Yeah. It, well, you know, it's usually that kind of stuff's tied in, like with a trade with like a bunch of different tie-ins, right? Or something like that. Yeah. I'd like to find just just a book of that story, so I don't have to read all the other countdown. Right, 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 right. You just want to read that one, probably yeah. like online. That's that's like yeah. the best way. Yeah, I bet I can find days. it online. Yeah, it sucks, but sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes you got to. So, buddy, it. was Final Crisis on your list? Uh, Final Crisis is not on my list, but but the lead-in to Final Crisis for at least in the Batman world is one of my all-time favorite Batman books. And I'm going to preface this by saying it's so it's a Grant Morrison book, right? It's Batman RIP is one of my all-time favorite so Batman it's books. So convoluted. Right. So you basically have to go all the way back to like when Batman and Son starts and basically <laughs> read everything that Grant Morrison has ever done. <laughs> but you can read RIP on its own and it's still a really kick-ass story cuz I I've, I've had mm-hmm. like Maddie read it and she doesn't know anything about his whole arc and even she thinks it's badass. So it's a really cool story, man. Um, one of the big things I like, if you buy the trade, it um, there. I don't know if you remember, there was this uh, there was this issue called DC Universe Zero, I think, um, and it was right before Final Crisis, and it basically like caught up on everybody, like every corner of the universe um, for DC mm-hmm. Comics. Um, and the scene for Batman was him going to see the Joker in Arkham Asylum. And it's one of my favorite scenes, man. And Joker is dealing this kind of jacked up dead man's hand um, with cards. And he's telling him that somebody's coming for him and they, they really want to hurt him this time. Um, but he won't, you know, kind of comply. He won't tell him anything about it. <clears throat> he's just trying to mess with him. Um, so he deals him this this red and black dead man's hand, which actually turns out... Um, cause it's eights and, um, aces. So if you do like the eighth letter of the alphabet is H and aces is A's, it's like red and black. Ha ha ha. So ha ha Super ha. cool. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so that's one of my favorite Joker and Batman scenes and, and they added in to the actual trade of it. Um, so the best way to read final Cri- or, uh, RIP is definitely just do the trade. Um, cause they add some of the little backup stories and stuff and it's, you're going to need to know that stuff in a Grant Morrison <laughs> You're going to need to know some of it, but basically <laughs> the overall story of Batman RIP is this group called, uh, the black glove wants to attack him. And the way they attack him is by, um, going after his brain basically. Um, so they have mental warfare on him and, um, Batman being Batman <laughs> has created this alternative identity, for when somebody tries to mentally attack him, he can kind of spark this this defense system. Um, and what that kind of manifests itself as is this Batman of Zurin R. Um, and it's that, that, you know that suit. I always talk about it, that purple and yeah. red yeah, suit. So that's, that's yeah, where that's Yeah, I love from. the Batman Well, that's not where it's from. That's from a super old storyline, the Planet X or something like that storyline. Um, but that's where they got the costume. This is like the modernized version of it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so basically anyway, that's, it's him just basically battling back and fighting through this like fucked up version of, of Batman. Um, and he actually says that at one point he says, this is, uh, the Batman of Zurinar. I am what you get when you take, oh, man. oh buddy, <laughs> fuck that audible wheel. Oh, audible. You piece <laughs> of shit. You jerk. You jerk. Audible <laughs> wheel. Buddy. Why don't we, why don't we tell. What do we tell all the listeners about good old audible.com? Because as you know, buddy, no matter what you're saying, 
If the audible wheel rings, you're done. You're yeah. done. Cut you it off, buddy. You have you must to comply. comply with the audible wheel. Yeah. Or people storm in here, they cut us off the air live because we're live. Yeah, that's right. We're a live. We're a live show. Yeah, we're live it's all the live time. Product. All buddy, week. what do you think about Audible.com? Buddy. And if you like it, how would you recommend people gain access to it? Buddy, let me tell you, I actually don't know much about Audible, um, but luckily, luckily, buddy, oh, I have a friend here who knows a lot about Audible. And you bought a you brought a friend. I brought a show. friend. I'm trying to help this guy out. I'm trying to give him a little bit of play. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't want to tell you about this because I thought you'd say no. Uh, but basically, I'm trying to kind of kind of play him up a little bit, give him some exposure, you know what I mean? Just through mm-hmm. our show. Through our show, yeah. Yeah, so he's got his own show. Um, it's a podcast. And let me bring him on here. Hey, buddy. Come on in, pal. Here he comes, pal. Just give him a quick minute if you could. All right. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Was this, he slow? Yeah, yeah, here he is. This is, um, this, this is uh, Nervous Nate. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, oh, hey, I'm nervous, uh, Nate. Uh, oh, 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 um, hello? how are you, fella? Hey, hey um, uh, hey, buddy. Uh, hey, hey, I'm just here to tell you all about a uh, uh, old, old Audible Trial. Yeah, uh, Audible Trial. Like you have some huh? sort of addiction that you're huh? working through right huh? now. Oh, yeah, it doesn't sound oh, like you're dear. nervous at all. Oh, Randy, Rip. Sounds buddy, like you have a. Johnny. Sounds like you have a crack problem. Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. You, yeah. You can't talk to him like that. You gotta relax. Okay? Just let him talk. What's his deal? Yeah, he's he's nervous. He's nervous, Nate, buddy. That doesn't sound like nervousness though, Randy. I think you brought a crackhead in your <laughs> no, house. No, no, no. This he's definitely this guy is so nervous he's taking all of my silverware. And <laughs> it sounds like a really nervous tick. Buddy, Johnny, is he scratching his arm a lot out of Johnny, nervousness? I've asked him repeatedly yeah. to leave and he won't. I need you to call somebody. <laughs> right, yeah, no problem, buddy. I'll do that. But a nervous Nate has just stormed out of the studio. Finally, it's now ransacking my home. Finally. No, 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 no. Nervous Nate did have it right, though. You do need to check out AudibleTrial.com. <laughs> he didn't get to the rest of it, but it's AudibleTrial.com/slash/AtomicGeekdom. And buddy, what you're gonna get there? Uh-oh. Hey, I figured I might as well finish this up. What you, what you, what you, what you gonna get there? So you gonna get a little bit of, you gonna get a free trial. Who is this? You gonna get a free, a, 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 a free trial. You gonna get a little bit of, uh, free book. Is this nervous Nate any... again? Yeah, yeah, it's nervous Nate. Ray is busy. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you all about audibletrial.com. You're gonna go to audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom is what it is. And then you're gonna go ahead and get yourself a free 30 day trial and a, and a free book, buddy. Do you have any suggestions? For a for a, for a book, they, they these, these fine listeners. I suggest he get some help. Nervous Nate. Oh, up. Uh, oh no. You need some help, buddy. Buddy, every time you talk to him like that, he every, runs away. Buddy, every time he talks, I feel like he's. I, I feel like he's just like on something. I feel you, like he's on smack. That's what you feel like, buddy. And you know a lot of people on smack, but is buddy, his, is his name Nervous Nate? Yeah, yeah, he's super nervous. Is it nervous, Nate? Though, buddy, it definitely is. It's definitely not narcotics, Nate. I'll tell or you that. is it? Or is it crackhead Calvin? I don't think it's crackhead Calvin. It might be. Yeah, I mean that was on his name tag, but he said it was nervous, Nate. Yeah, he had a name tag with that on it. But yeah, definitely. He told you his name was nervous. Nate. Was nervous well, Nate. you know what? Despite his obvious problems, yeah, he did, and he need some. to get some help because his life sounds like it's in disarray. Well, he he's to... not wrong. He's not. You do just have to go to audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom and get yourself a 30-day trial and a free book and if you're gonna get a book 
Why not the book thief? Hey, buddy. I, I mean, honestly, to honor yeah. Nervous Nate, who's stealing all the stuff in my house right now, mm-hmm. pick up that old book thief, buddy. Why not pick up a book? All about thieves. I'm going to pick Just up a like book. like Nervous Nate. And make that book the book thief. That's right. That's right. All right, buddy. Cop that book. Cop that book, ad. buddy. Yeah, buddy. I, yeah, honestly, if I wanted to read a book right now, I wouldn't. I'd have one read to me on AudibleTrial.com. You'd go to AudibleTrial.com slash Atomic Geek and right. get yourself a free 30-day trial and a free book. But as much as we joke about it, Audible is rather convenient. Am I right? It is very convenient. But you yeah. love Audible. You use it all the time. I do use Audible. Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, 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 buddy. It's your number one app, you might say. Is it an app? No. It's not an app. It's a website. Well, no, it can be. It can be an app. They, they have there's an app. There's an app for it. Everybody they has an, an app, app for buddy. everything. Yeah, there's an yeah, app yeah, for Yeah, yeah, we got an app for that. Do we? Do Just Two Pals have an app? Buddy, since we're off topic, anyway. I had something I wanted to ask you. Oh, no. You know how sometimes shows have, like, like some podcasts they'll open up, and they'll have, they'll, they'll have, like, whoever does the show has gone to some convention and gotten some famous actor or mm. writer or something to say, you know, hey, I'm, I'm the, you know, I'm, I'm the voice of Scooby Doo, and sure. you should listen to this podcast. Yeah, Don Messick Buddy, comes I, on, and he's like, I'm Don Messick, and I think I'm dead. I'm not sure. But yeah, 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 buddy. <laughs> I definitely feel like, here. I feel like that definitely helps those podcasts get a lot of play. So what I've, what I've decided to sure. do is I'm going to start reaching out to some talent to see if you they'll reach them out. If they'll record something for us, you want to hype that we can up. play before the show to promote our show. Sure. And I've got one. Oh, you've already reached out to a few people. I've already reached out to one. I got a. He's kind of a big name. Nice, buddy. buddy. You got a good and I get. Would, and I was gonna play it for you before the show and see what you thought, but I forgot. So I was thinking I'd play it for you now, buddy. Just what do, do you think? Now. I I guess, buddy. Go do ahead. you want to hear it? I mean, yeah. it's off topic, buddy. Cue that bad boy up. It? I'll hear it. All right, buddy. Let me let me just. Let me just cue this up here. Uh-oh. Got it right. Let me just, let me, I'm clicking. I hear it. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm clicking. All right, buddy. Here it is right here. This is our first promo. All nice. right. Hey, it's me, Sam, Samuel L. Jackson. And I listen to Just Two Pals all the time. And if you want to listen to Just Two Pals, listen to these motherfucking guys. Because they're motherfuckers on this motherfucking podcast so listen listen to the podcast motherfuckers what do you think buddy buddy that was a recording of sam jackson that, that was you. a recording of samuel l jackson i got him it sounded an awful lot like you trying to do samuel l. jackson super poorly no buddy no no okay okay yeah i actually had to edit it because he dropped a lot of n-bombs yeah and you know did. how i, I feel heard, about that yeah, i know he was doing that buddy it's just it's weird because I do a really good Samuel L. Jackson impersonation, and that didn't just didn't. I feel like I sound more like him than that recording did. Yeah, I don't think that's like I feel like if it was true, him buddy, saying that's it, he'd his say, actual voice. He'd say something like, "There are some motherfucking snacks <laughs> on this motherfucking no, 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 plane." Nah. <laughs> that's the Colonel again. <laughs> no, 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 that's a black man. That's always the Colonel. It's never a black man. That is a southern plantation owner's voice. Oh, Randy. I'm an African American. No, Buddy, you're not. I think I might be confused on what an African American is. I don't think you know. Yeah, I don't think you know. I think that's the problem. So, buddy, what do you think? You want me to try to gather some more of those? Yeah, great celebrity definitely get more of those and, for sure. Okay, I'd actually right, rather buddy. have that than continue on this tirade that we've just passed, which is the hundred. And twenty nine characters that we've been right, we've been cornered into doing. 
And Did that you say was... we just passed it? That we just got no, no, no. 129? No, that was like 39, I think. <laughs> that was 39, yeah. <laughs> That's 39, yeah. yeah it's We're almost 39. there, man. We're almost there. We'll get through yeah, this yeah, together. Yeah, buddy. All right, sounds great. We I'll work on have... getting some more for you, oh, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work on those. Those are great. I really yeah. like them. I think okay. they're going to boost our success. Yeah, so, buddy, back on topic. We yeah. were talking about Batman of Zurin R. We were. Uh, I was making a super great point. No, I was just regurgitating. Text yeah, hey, from buddy, the book. before you get into your great point, oh, God. let me just real quick oh, no. pop open this refreshing Mountain Dew voltage. Buddy, when you work tirelessly sure. to achieve your dreams and your goals Which is a classic. of becoming a podcaster, sure. a professional podcaster, <laughs> like there's me. nothing that satisfies that feeling of loneliness that you've created. Hmm. by by working on achieving that goal then mountain dew voltage because when you've got a hole in your heart mountain dew voltage fills it right up that's right with great with substance they know all about it buddy charged raspberry citrus flavor and ginseng buddy yeah buddy and with other natural flavors buddy let me tell you something yeah and this is really off topic yeah <laughs> but i list recently Heard you on another podcast called the Atomic Geekdom Podcast, buddy. Yeah, I was on that. And you were on it with, of course, classic Dave from the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. And classic then classic Dave. Matt from the Just... Matt right, from... No, from the Two Broke Geeks Two Broke podcast. Geeks is what you mean, yeah. And Matt, he did something that was a little shocking to me is... Unexpected. He challenged you almost, almost threw in your egg in your face and made a great hashtag... And he popped open a can, buddy, and he made his own little commercial for hashtag two Coke geeks, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure did, buddy. Let me tell you he something. Sure did. I'm sick and tired of fighting you on this. I want that do money. All right? Yeah, I- you I'm do. I'm tired of this. So you know what, buddy? <laughs> yeah. You know what, pal? We're going to... We're, we're going to go oh, ahead and get into it, buddy. Uh-oh. We're going to get a little into it, pal, because let me tell you, if there's one thing I don't like, buddy, if, it's, if you have rivals coming at you thinking they can just pop one soda we we here at just two pals don't gives a fuck am i right we're gonna pop yeah, buddy. another one buddy. <laughs> oh shit how many gonna, sodas we gonna pop buddy, tonight we don't give a shit we're gonna Dude, pop, pop them all we don't care <laughs> <laughs> buddy hey hey pal you know what yeah. i do when two broke geeks come in my house and tell me they can pop a soda that's what i do Johnny. yeah just we pop it up, boy yeah Hashtag down, pal. just do pals. Hashtag just do pals. There's a lot of sodas, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it. Did you really pop the top of like five different five, sodas? Six sodas, buddy. I don't you care. You popped the top of six sodas. To prove a point. Yeah. But all Mountain Dew. All that cool, refreshing taste of Mountain Dew. Regardless and buddy, of what you know they what's really great were. about Mountain Dew is that if you pop six sodas and you don't have time to drink them all now, they never go flat. No, they're going to be And that's a fine. guarantee for Mountain Dew. If I had six and then I were to say... Does it matter, Johnny? Damn, seven! Seven! Does it matter, buddy? We win. We win this round. Hashtag just do pals. It's off the chain. Yeah, it's yeah. off the chain over Hashtag here. Hashtag D-G-A-F. Am I right? Don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. You got it. I don't think Mountain Dew will support that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sony, buddy. Anyway, anyway pal. All that joke. My heart's pounding because I was really waiting. <laughs> yeah, I had all yeah, these buddy. cans here. Just <laughs> waiting you for drink you to all bring of them, up pal. Mountain Dew. You got to drink all of them. <laughs> I got to drink all of them now. <laughs> you were prepared. Oh. So, buddy, 
we're definitely gonna get that Mountain Dew money. Hashtag Just Do Pals. Yeah, if this doesn't get it. Thanks for will. thanks for supporting the cause, pal. I'm I'm glad that you're on board. You've you've come mm-hmm. on board with gusto. I thank you. You've really joined the Mountain Dew cause. Yeah, I busted and you on the scene. You brought with you some passion. Yeah, I busted on the scene, buddy. I, I need to yeah. make my mark memorable. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to say this, buddy, but we our friendship yeah. is strong. We have a pretty strong friendship. Typically, we but do. lately I have some felt might like say maybe we're like you haven't so- or even brothers. They say. Well, I've, those are two wildly different like things. Like brothers, lovers, whatever. Like best. Those friends. are two wildly yeah. different things to be accused of. <laughs> whatever. <yeah>. Um. <laughs> However, I have noticed that, uh, you know, buddy, you don't really support me as much as <sighs> I feel true. like you should. Anybody who listens to this podcast so knows how I gotta say you that you me. joining the Mountain Dew cause, that you joining me in promoting hashtag Just Do Pals, sure. it really means the world to me, and and I feel like there is really a chance for this friendship. I think so too, to, buddy. To last a lifetime. I think it can evolve into so many more things. I think it, it could evolve. I think it could evolve to the next step. What's yeah, that? What's lovers, the next step? For sure. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. Romancers? No. Two buddies. Gen- gentlemen friends. Two rich nerds. You know what I mean? There we go. So, buddy, let's pop on back into this because <laughs> I don't know what happened. We've just wasted show. so much time, pal. It was like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> since, since we've talked about a comic book, I feel like. <laughs> uh, so what we were saying about Batman Surinar, buddy, is that uh, is he says he's he's the Batman when you take Bruce Wayne out of the equation. So that's a scary thought, right? Because um, Bruce Wayne is kind of the part of Batman that keeps him keeps him human, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's some really great stuff in this book. Um, and I, I'll try not to give away the whole thing, mostly because it's, like, probably too confusing for anybody. Um, <laughs> no, but basically, by the end, there's this really cool Joker stuff where, where basically Hurt, who's, like, the leader of the Black Hand, he kind of, like, dismisses Joker. Like, Joker is the one who, like, ends up poisoning Batman and shit. And mm-hmm. uh, Hurt just kind of tells him, like, oh, you've been a good servant. We'll take it from here. And Joker's like, what the fuck did this fool just say to me? And he starts just going around Arkham where they're where they're uh, have their little base of operations, just murdering people and slicing their faces open. Yeah, um, that sounds like Joker. Yeah, buddy. Oh, let me tell you about this one scene, buddy, with Joker. So Joker is is in a hospital right before he gets busted out, mm-hmm. um, and it shows Joker, and he is like, I, I can't remember where he's at, but anyway, he's a bunch of people are dying. Um, I think there's, like, a news report going on saying, like, there's thousands of people who have died from laughing gas. Um, it's millions. Millions of people are already dead from laughing gas. Um, and then it cuts to the Joker, and he's, like, in this, like, huge, like, butcher kind of getup. Um, mm-hmm. And Robin, and who's Tim at the time, and uh, Dick, who's Nightwing, and Gordon are all with their throats slashed on a chair. Um, and it, he writ, wrote in their blood on the wall, it says, put on a happy face. Um, and then it cuts to him smiling and it cuts to him looking at the wall of blood and then it goes back and shows reality. He's looking at a Rorschach uh, painting and the doctor's saying, uh, what do you see? And he just says another pretty flower. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's so cool, man. That's great. It's so cool. I love when the Joker's done well. Pal. Joker's a badass, man. Well, it's Grant Morrison. Well. Grass Morrison does Joker really well. Mm-hmm. 
one of my favorites. Well, buddy, we we got to we got to go through some of these pretty quick. Yeah, buddy, we wasted a let's lot of time talk here, pal. Through a couple of these. So here's uh, what I'm going to do, pal. You got pal. a next I'm, one, don't you? I got a next one and I'm, I'm going to keep it flash themed. Okay. Um, we love the flash. So I'm going to talk about probably the story you were referencing. Uh-oh. Uh, which was uh Blitz. Blitz. Was yeah, that Blitz? it? No, I don't think that's Blitz, is it? What happens to Blitz? Blitz is the Hunter Zolomon. No, no, no. That's a great storyline. That's not the one I was talking about before, but he very merry well do art on that too. But uh, I think he did. I mean, I'm I'm just re- I'm I'm gonna double check here. I'm gonna say the Flash Blitz art. Blitz is awesome. Let's yeah, Let's see we've talked about it. this before actually on another episode. I think when we were talking about Flash because mm-hmm. we love Reverse Flash and we love um, what do you call it? Uh, Zoom. So we talked about them pretty heavily, and that's like the main. That's where we learn all about uh, um, old Hunter Solomon. And yeah, buddy, I'm looking it up too. It is, it, it is Scott Collins. It is Scott um, Collins. And actually, art. you know what? In that book, I actually, I actually do like his art. Yeah, he does a few pictures yeah, of do. Zoom, and he he looks pretty badass. Yeah. So, buddy, I love Blitz. Yeah. Blitz is one of my favorite stories because it introduced um, who wound up being my favorite version of Reverse Flash, which is. Right. Uh, which is uh, Wally's reverse flash, Zoom. Yeah. And uh, the whole point of Hunter Zolomon, and I'll, I'll kind of go through it a little briefly because I, I know we're trying to not make this one too long. And we've talked about it on another show. So. And we've talked about it on our other shows. So Zoom's whole, whole point of being, the, the only reason he exists really, is that unlike a typical reverse flash where he hates the flash and wants to destroy him, he wants Wally to be the best hero he can possibly be. Right. And the only way that Zoom believes that can be achieved is for Flash to experience tragedy in his life. And that's, I mean, that's killing people that he cares about. He that's care. um, mentally destroying him. In that story, that was the one where um, Linda was pregnant. Yeah. And uh, with, with twins, they found out it was twins. And then Zoom shows up, does his sonic boom finger snap which i think is one of the coolest moves ever yeah that's fucked my up. god i love it you see his finger and it's and it's in the form of a snap and then it just starts vibrating yeah. and when he snaps like that just sonic boom oh, it so is amazing up. dude it's so cool so messed um, up, but anyway she lost the twins yeah. and and so wally has to deal with that mm-hmm. while taking on zoom who is far faster yeah. than wally is and another cool thing about Zoom is that Zoom's powers aren't tied to the speed force. Mm-hmm. His powers are time-based. Right. Um, Which so they got it, wrong so in the show. Well, not wrong. They obviously did it purposely, but they they gave those powers to Reverse Flash, right? Didn't they? In, no. Not, not, in, not nope. in the Flash show. In, uh, in the Flash, um, like, New 52. When, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah. So it was a yeah, bummer. The new fifty-two reverse. That's, the new fifty-two reverse flash has that. Yeah, that because that's very that much power. Hunter's thing. That's not Eobard's thing. So that that's yeah, and I and yeah. I I think it's so cool. It adds a it adds kind of a unique spin on it. It was also for people who don't know, it was also the first time that a reverse flash had the emblem reversed oh, because yeah. the original Professor Zoom did not have um, the the emblem reversed. Right. It was in the same direction as Barry's. But colors, when Zoom yeah. came out, yeah, when Zoom came out, he had it. He had it, uh, the emblem reversed, which was very his, cool. His costume, I mean, just because it does closely resemble uh, Eobard's costume um, with, you know, some minor things that are that are different. Um, his his is my favorite. I like his the best because he, he yeah, had the blacked too. out eyes with the little red dots. I think that's so scary. The little red pupils. Yeah. That was awesome. So scary. Yeah. 
yeah man i i, I love his outfit um i love i love his reason for being and uh the the story's great because it, it incorporates all the different flashes um yeah. jay shows up bart shows up jesse quick makes an appearance which is like freaking epic right. um and the and it ends with uh the the whole story of wally talking to hal jordan who's the specter mm -hmm. and saying this happened because people know my identity i don't want anyone to know who i am yeah. anymore and the specter wipes the 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 um everyone. memory of knowing yeah. who the flash is from everyone's mind even wally's because there's a period of time when wally doesn't know that he's the flash. yeah there's a really cool story um, we talked about during that time where he yeah. doesn't remember who he is yeah. and stuff yeah it was really good, really good. But yeah, so that I mean, the Spectre ending, the whole, the, you know, the introduction to Zoom. God, I love that story yeah, so much. It's really good, so, and it opened up. Blitz is a great, just such read. a great character too. So man. yes, yeah, good one, buddy. Yeah, definitely it, a good one to. If you yeah, want to jump pal. on Flash, or if you want to read a cool Flash story, that's that's definitely one to read. Yeah, uh, buddy, I want to give an honorable mention. Uh oh, throw it out right as there. much as as much as I want to put it on the list. Um. I, uh, I, I, w I wanted to make sure Blitz and Rogues Revenge was on there, and then I wanted to branch out into some other yeah. stuff. So, buddy, honorable mention to Rogue War. Oh, yeah. If nobody's read Rogue War. Yeah. That's a really great story. Uh, which, right. yeah, yeah, buddy, the art's amazing. The story's amazing. Again, it incorporates um, Bart and Jay. Yeah. And it's a it's a Wally central story in the end. Because at first, it's just the Rogues fighting the Rogue War. And then that transitions into Zoom reappearing, having teamed up with Professor Zoom. And, buddy, we get an awesome Barry Allen appearance. It was so amazing, oh, yeah, dude. Buddy. So good. Oh, so Rogue War, check it out. If you haven't read Rogue War, I mean. Yeah, buddy, I love Rogue War. I was thinking of a, of a different book before when you first said it. But now remembering which one you're actually talking about, that's like one of my favorite Flash storylines. Yeah, that, Blitz, that has. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Rogue War. Um, Rogue for some War, reason, okay, I was yeah. thinking of. Uh, what's the one that was around the secret of Barry no, Allen? No, no, it was the rogue book that Brian Bucciolato did around like, uh, like forever evil or something like that. It was something. Oh, 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 that was, um, oh, I don't remember. Wow. Yeah, that was forever. Was evil. Some forever evil book, but in rogue war. No, we, we talked about rogue war before too. Um, no, that, that is, I, I actually can't believe we didn't put that on the list. That's a, <laughs> that's definitely an honorable mention. Um, Cause yeah, that's that's one of the ones we get that those great reverse flash scenes, um, mm -hmm. and there's some pivotal stuff that happens in there. So yeah, that's that's a must read right there. Good stuff, buddy. Oh, Good buddy, stuff. I love the flash. Uh, man. I love reverse love flash. flash. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. He's definitely he's he's, awesome. he's got so... he's definitely in a top three favorite villain spot. I would have to say. Oh, he's for definitely sure. Up there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Buddy, do you like Professor Zoom's new Fifty Two outfit? Um, Professor Zoom's new Fifty Two outfit is that the was his legs kind of dark? And the yeah, top yeah, it's is like yellow? it's like a like a blackish reddish yeah, instead yeah. of instead of red and nah, yellow. Nah, honestly, I I it's, I'm a real sucker for just the originals, man. The 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 old pre fifty new Fifty Two stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I like Eobard's costume on him, and I like Zoom's costume on him. I don't like all these little tweaks they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks better than the fucking molting thing, though. So it's better than that. You know, the other yeah. reverse flash they had um, that just looked like a lava man. That was just ugly. That was that was uh, 
uh, Daniel West. Yeah, Daniel West. But yeah. so I mean, if you compare it to like a suit like that, the the suit's definitely better. Um, for sure. Yeah. I I don't mind it too much. I know that they were kind of trying to incorporate some elements of the TV show with it going darker. Right. Right. Um. But so I mean, as far as the look of it, I don't mind it too much. I I do think it's a little busy. Yeah. Where I I think you and I usually wind up enjoying the suits that are a little a little less you know have have a lot less going on that they're fairly basic it's right. just here's the red here's the yellow here's the emblem yeah. kind of thing yeah, you know yeah, with yeah. batman here's the black here's the gray here's the bat symbol right no problem no issue no problem at you know all I mean? buddy don't even worry about that shit yeah because buddy don't even worry don't even be. don't even stress buddy i do like uh, the stuff with oh the, buddy mean, oh go ahead go ahead go ahead forever evil um that was the uh that was the rogues um, rebellion rogues rebellion yes yeah <laughs> buddy we had problems with that one though remember because yeah, it, it was new beef. 52 yeah i mean brian bucciolato is a good artist so it looked really good but the art was good but yeah the, like the stylization writing, yeah they weren't writing the rogues the way they should have been yeah what we did get though during that story was captain cold joining with lex luther losing his cold powers and regaining his gun yeah buddy yeah, so buddy. that was fantastic oh man I, I i don't know you ever have you read the the new book man with captain with the rogues the rogues reloaded yet i read the first issue yeah, the i haven't first read the is, second one i don't did the second one come out i've only read the first one yeah yeah i think the second one came out yeah but i had to read that right away and, and buddy he, did you see the end yeah buddy yeah they look amazing they look amazing the new costumes are awesome captain cold is like legit captain cold again he's got the freaking oh i arca. dig it i dig his, it so his, much uh, he's got the furry gloves the and the furry, furry gloves. boots he's got like a coat uh he's got the hood it's yeah. super furry the the our shoulders are like kind of pointy but they look cool um yeah no i dig it i like that i don't mind he doesn't have the baggy pants anymore it's more of like a streamlined kind of tighter suit yeah. but i don't mind that i thought it looked really good um mirror master i liked his outfit with new 52 i didn't yeah. mind that he had the kind of nose you know the nose and, and white right, eyes right, look right. that um that batman does that didn't bother me weather wizard is fine he's still guatemalan i think yeah, he is yeah. um but if his character is intact which he hasn't been really right but if his character is like the the classic original weather wizard character that i'm I'm all on board and then even heat wave who i hate the fact that he's all burned mm -hmm. but at least he's wearing a suit yeah i was gonna say instead buddy of, he instead of being suit. all naked yep and it's orange and white too so it looks dope. yeah and did you see he's got a backpack yep, thingy yep, buddy buddy and did they lose their yeah, powers and i was gonna say did you see flash he mentions that he says they got powers they lost powers but they're still the same old rogues you know um, yes, that, buddy. Man. They lost their power, so everyone's everyone's back. Everyone's back to be well. But are they though? Well, we because know. he could just be talking about cold. That's true. That's true. So I, based on the picture, to me, it looks like Heat Wave is probably back to normal. It looks like they have. But weapons. We said for a while. It definitely looks like they have. Yeah, weapons. Heat Heat Wave's got a gun on him. It looks yeah. like too. I guess. Um, I was pulling up a picture of it. So yeah, I, I agree with you. There, I definitely think that he lost his powers. Mirror Master. I, we've said before. I'd be okay if he didn't have if he didn't have a weapon. If he was power based. If he was. I mean, I almost like him just to have the one as like, you know, just to have it. Even even if he doesn't need it, you know. Just as an accessory. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I'm I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Big fan of that. So uh, what did I say before? Blitz. That was on my list. That's on your list, buddy. So, buddy, what do you what do you got? We got to start cruising yeah, through some of these. I got one we could just cruise right through. One that we that okay. I know you haven't read, so I can just just tell you how much I love it, and I've told you before. Oh, great! Uh, is I hate Fairyland, man. I've told you about it before. Um, 
You have told yeah, me that. Yeah, it's a Scotty Young book. So if you're going to – and I'm a huge fan of, like, indie books. and Well, not super indie books, but definitely image books and some of the weird kind of not superhero stuff. Um, but mm-hmm. some of that's kind of hard to, like, get into if, like, you just kind of – like, if you're, like, a superhero comic fan, you know what I mean? Um, so, like, yeah. telling someone, like, to go read Nailbiter – or like afterlife with Archie is kind of like what the fuck are you having me read? But something like <laughs> I hate Fairyland is like a very kind of middle of the road thing. Like it's a really fucked up story, but the art is still like super playful. Um, so it's kind of like a good entry point into like reading like indie comics. Um, but it's all about this little girl whose dream is to go to this wonderful fairyland filled with candy and gun drops and whatever. And she goes there and she gets mm-hmm. stuck there. Um, and she gets stuck there for like 40 years. So she's stuck in the body of this little, like, eight-year-old girl or whatever. Um, But she's actually, like, a 45-year-old woman, right? So she's, like, this (laughs) nasty-ass chick, and she cusses a lot. (laughs) She kills a lot of things. Uh, But basically, it's her journey to escape this fairyland. But along the way, she she meets a bunch of monsters, and she kills a bunch of people. Um, But it's really funny the way they do it, because, like, everything in the universe is, like, living. So, like, if she, like, cuts, like, a mushroom in half, it, like, has a face, and it's, like, dead. (laughs) So it looks really cool. Wow. And then she cusses a lot, but instead of her cussing, she says stuff like, like, mother fluffing and, like, what the fudge and stuff like that. So... (laughs) Instead of bleeping it out, she says, like, ridiculous words instead. Um, but that's a really cool book, man. And I, I, I want you to read it. I do want you to read it so we could talk about it because I think you'd like it. It's a good book. I'll check it out, buddy, per your recommendation. You'll do it. You've never steered me wrong. Buddy, I haven't steered you wrong yet. Buddy, you steered me wrong. And, buddy, a that's times. a flash fact. <laughs> it's a flash fact. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Buddy... That was a great one to choose. I've also got one we can kind of cruise through real quick because I don't right. know if you've finished it. I, and okay. I Actually, I don't even remember now if you started it. No. Um, but that was a very short run recently with uh, my favorite Marvel superhero, Ant-Man. Oh. And uh, it was Astonishing Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did start that, did not finish it. Yeah, great so little story. You... It's wrapped up. It's done. Um, it's done. It's over. It was a great story about Scott and uh and his daughter had you know played a huge part in it um yeah that first I, I issue liked, was heartbreaking it was yeah it was sad man yeah. um but the the stories i mean there's so much levity in an ant-man story yeah. which is which is something i really enjoy um i like the fact that they're playing up the fact that he used to be a uh uh not what was he he was a thief yeah that he used to be a thief yeah. um i like uh i like the humor in it i like that he started incorporating some kind of C C and D list villains as right. his new employees. Like he got um, he he got Grizzly and uh, oh no, I'm gonna forget the other guy's name. The dude that's the computer guy. Um, crap, I can't remember now. Now that I'm on the spot, but it it did this great little story with a power broker, and it was all about creating apps where hmm. villains could sign up to uh, have a profile on there, and you could hire them through the <laughs> app to perform your your villainous deeds <laughs> okay. and it was really cool you got yeah, a cool that's... appearance by whirlwind um huh. little cameos here and there with uh let's see who all showed up we had like a she hulk made an appearance oh, uh, nice. tony stark made an appearance darla deering made an appearance it was a very very cool story that sounds um, like something hobgoblin did at one point too where he had like all these people register 
to like be different hobgoblins. To be yeah, to shit. be the hobgoblin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. It was really cool. It was a really cool, interesting story. Um, it made sense that it was an Ant Man story. You know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes the sure. stories just make sense to to be with a certain hero. Certain so yeah, definitely. Um, very very, to me, a very well done ending. Um, I. I didn't really see how it was all going to end because they tease you within the first couple of issues as to how it ends. Right. Um, but the way they wrapped it up was really well done. I'm, I'm like, I wish it was still going on. I wish I was still going to get a monthly Ant-Man story, yeah. but for what it was, man, it was a really great and fun ride. Um, nice. the, 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 the art also I thought was really, really good. And the use it of the good, yeah. shrinking ability I thought was well done. Um, I think it was the second issue was one of my favorites, maybe second or third. I can't remember now where uh, the the previous issue ends with uh, what's his name? Darren Cross is back. The big pink guy. Mm -hmm. He's back and he steps on Ant-Man at the end of the last issue. And the next issue opens up and he's under the foot holding it. And he goes, oh, yeah. And he says, you know, some people think, you know, the shrinking powers don't mean anything. We can just step on you. And then as he pushes Darren Cross off him, he's like, that's not how it works. You know? And then yeah. he goes into explaining that when you get smaller, you get stronger. Yeah. Um, Which people so that, seem to miss about Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so that was a really great story. I really enjoyed it. I wish there was going to be another one, and I hope there is down the road. But, yeah, yeah. if you're interested at all in uh, in Ant-Man, um, not just the character, but but even, even the, the, the person of Scott Lang, it's a really right. great story. Yeah, I have most of the issues. I just I just haven't read them, but um, yeah. but I will. I definitely will. So, good one, buddy. Good good hey. good good Ant Man entry, and hey, thanks, especially buddy. since they did it after the movie, you know, it's like very accessible to people who like the movie. Yes. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Good one, well, buddy. Well, what do you got, buddy? Buddy, I got a big one, pal. Big one. I got a big boy, buddy. I got one you're gonna like. Big boy, buddy. And I feel bad that I'm being super. DC centric uh, but there's only there's only been a handful of, of Marvel storylines that I've been really in love with mm -hmm. um, so this is another DC one unfortunately but uh, but pal you can't pass it up it's that identity crisis buddy yeah love identity, identity crisis, crisis. Um, identity crisis is it's all the fucking DC universe so we get all the coolest characters of the DC universe involved in basically like this huge murder mystery book um, and Rags Morales does the art on it and it's fucking just it's gorgeous it's such a gorgeous book um, but basically uh, it's the elongated man right the elongated, the elongated man, and, man his wife, Sue Dibney. and his wife Sue Dibney his wife Sue Dibney is murdered um, and basically we there are other people that are being attacked that are very close to superheroes. Um, and the whole thing is that it's very clear that it's somebody within the community of superheroes who knows who they all are targeting yeah. the loved ones of superheroes. Um, yeah. Cause um, wasn't uh, um, the Adam's wife was attacked too. That was the other big one. She it was is, Sue yeah, Dibney was attacked, murdered yeah. and, and the Adam's wife, I can't What is her name? They show Adam's her wife. hanging like from something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick. So I can't remember her name. It was, it was um, Jean Jean Loring. Yeah, Jean Loring. There you go. Yeah, Jean Loring. Um, who I don't know. I guess we can. I, I know we've spoiled this book before on the book yeah. on the podcast. So I guess we can just talk about it, right? Oh yeah. Um, I think it's okay. We can spoil. Yeah. It. So the the big thing about the book is that it is somebody within the superhero community, and it's Jean Loring. It is who, Jean Loring. Yeah, yeah. yeah who uh, who was the uh, or, um. 
sorry, the Adam's ex-wife and Adam ends up like going back to her because people are like attacking all these loved ones of superheroes and it kind of makes him miss her and he gets back with her, which is basically her whole kind of plan. She wants him to like run to her um, and he does. But she's very like, I mean, she loses it. Like once she gets caught, she goes yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it gets busted because she, uh, she's the one who ends up sending that letter to, um, to Tim's dad to tell him that Boomerang's coming to kill him, uh, yep. which is the reason Boomerang ends up getting killed and Jack, uh, Jack Drake ends up getting killed. But um, she kind of yeah, didn't slips. she say she didn't intend for for the dad to die? She thought with enough yeah. notice. She said that's why she went. It's pretty. Oh funny. wait a minute, wait a minute. Or wasn't it that she didn't expect boomerang? She didn't to think die. boomerang. No, no, no. She didn't think boomerang would pull it off. She thought okay. that Jack would stay alive because she figured he would kill boomerang because boomerang would just fuck it up. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's and when right, she I calls like this agent to like get a hitman, sh- she's like, I just need somebody cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Oh totally. my god. Kind of try to snub boomerang there, but turns out to be a bummer um but it's man it's an intense tale and there's like the one of the huge biggest relationships in dc comics kind of lore is the dibneys right they're like that yeah quintessential couple they always love each other even in the afterlife when they're like ghost detectives or whatever Um, they have been around forever yeah so forever and they talk about it in the in the book actually they say like batman and superman are like you know the backbone or like the you know the muscle of the Justice League, but um, but the Dibneys are the heart of the Justice League, which is totally yeah. true. Um, but when when he finds out that she's dead, and he like kind of feels that something's wrong with her, and then he rushes home and finds her dead, he has oh. this face that's so freaking heart wrenching, man. Mm-hmm. I never get that image out of my out of my head. He's got that like full wide mouth because he's all stretched out across the house yeah. too. Um, oh my god buddy that broke my heart it's heartbreaking but one of the big things that happens um is their first subject is dr light because they reveal that years ago dr light actually raped sue dibney um yeah so buddy i've got something to say about that you don't like that buddy i don't like that kind of stuff i know Uh, you um, don't buddy it 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 really i don't know and and it's because it makes me so uncomfortable it got too intense what are you it it got too intense, especially when it's when it, when it's, you know what it is, dude. If it was, and 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 this might be shitty to say, and I and I don't intend for it to be shitty, but <laughs> if it was a character that was like, also kind of shitty, mm-hmm. it wouldn't strike as hard as someone who is just the nicest, most wonderful woman in the universe so of DC. Loved. Yeah. That something like that happened to. <laughs> You're saying it if it happened to Catwoman, it'd be fine. No, no, I'm not saying it'd be fine. I'm not saying it'd be fine. I'm just saying that it it would be easier for me to like, it'd be easier for me to talk about. But even like even talking about it, like when someone, when I tell someone that story, I kind of breeze over that like as quickly as I can, because even talking about it breaks my heart. Well, buddy, I would have, but you really wanted to tell me how much you hate it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 buddy. Yeah. Well, I mean, the big takeaway is because like Dr. Lights is fucked up dude who rapes a fucking loved woman and in the watchtower no less um they kind of like you know kind of bust him and they're beating the shit out of him and they decide to to have zatanna wipe his mind um and kind of make him into like the dr light we know now is like this bumbling kind of idiot yeah um and it's messed up and uh so they do it you know they they wipe his mind um and make him kind of like a screw up 
and uh, what Wally finds out later in the book. Um, and I think it's that I can't remember how he finds out, but I think he sees it was like a, a letter. Recording. It was a letter delivered to him by Green Arrow that Barry had written to him a long time ago. And that I was going to say that's for this particular subject. That's an honorable mention for me is that story that the secret of Barry Allen. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great book. It's a great book. It ties in. It ties into everything. Yeah, it's um, it's their identity crisis tie-in. Yeah, but I I mean, if in the in the context of identity crisis, I remember he sees like that there's a seventh person in the room with them, um, and because Green Arrow fails to mention that Batman was actually there, and Wally's like, wait a minute, Batman was there? He would like never let you do that. Batman would never allow that. Um, yeah. But what he ends up getting out of Green Arrow is that Batman did come back because it was Sue Dibney and. You know, he usually leaves the crime. You know, once they beat the bad guy, Batman, Superman, they all take off and everyone's left to kind of clean it up. Uh, yeah. But this time he comes back and he catches them in the act of, of wiping his mind and he fucking loses it and starts going apeshit on them. Um, and they they take a vote and they decide to uh, to wipe Batman's mind. Yes. Um, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Wally no. figures it out and, and I love it, man. I love how, how Wally gets so pissed. He is he like that furious. is not cool. And yeah. you see that towards the end he has an interaction with Batman and I remember Batman's like, What's wrong, Wally? And he's like, Nothing and he just looks so defeated that he Yeah, can't tell he his he wants to tell him so yeah. badly, but to do that would just now Batman does eventually find out. He knows and the, yeah. the great thing about identity crisis is that um it kind of exposes these wounds within the superhero community that nobody knew was really there. Right. Um, and, it, and it broke Batman away from the entire superhero community for a long time. Right. It actually causes a lot of problems because, I mean, they even talk about it. Like, Batman, they, like, Green Arrow says it. He says, like, he tells Wally, um, if Batman wants to know something, he knows it. Sometimes he just kind of ignores stuff, but... He, he knows. So they all yeah. know that he knows what happened. Um, but the, the, the memories of them doing that to him is the reason he created that Brother Eye program, um, yeah. which ends up being a huge part of Infinite Crisis, that OMAG project thing. And I think even later in the New 52, that Brother Eye is a huge deal. So, yeah, there's a lot of ramifications of that book, um, especially with, like, kind of tearing internal toy turmoil of the Justice League. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that was that was cool times. Uh, and all it was of those a times really, were really good. Really, really great story, and the art was really great. Yeah. Buddy, how awesome was that scene where Deathstroke is taking on the entire oh, Justice League? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so isn't he, like, cool, like, man. Dr. Light hires him to, like, kind of bodyguard to him. To protect him, yeah. yeah, to protect him. Because they think it's Dr. Light that's, that's killing right. these people right, right. because of what they did to him. Um, and that was one of the reasons Wally started kind of figuring out what was happening. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, there was actually a great, a great who I, it was Wally and someone else um, that they were kind of having a meeting, and I think it was Martian Manhunter that says like I see you there, Wally. Mm -hmm. And then Wally kind of appears out of nowhere because he had been standing there watching their conversation, but vibrating so fast that he was appearing invisible. Oh damn! Yeah, and so that's one of the, that is one of the ways Wally finds out that he puts it all together but uh, uh it definitely tied into that great story of the secret of barry allen which was very emotional because barry allen was one of the people that that Dark agreed yeah. with wiping not only dr light's mind but then batman's mind and then on right. top of that the secret of barry allen's story is that he had them do the same thing to the top right 
Yeah, man, that I I gotta go back and read Secret of Barry Allen because I forgot. I honestly forgot all about that book, and I love. Oh, it's so good. It's really so good, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's good stuff. Let's see. I'm glad we did this, buddy. Give me stuff to to go back and read again. I'm already making a list of. I'm gonna go reread uh, Identity Crisis, yeah. and I'm gonna. It's been a couple Hush. of years since I've read Identity Crisis, so I, I'd, I'd yeah. definitely be down to read that again. I think Batman R.I.P. I probably won't invest in because it's Grant Morrison. Oh, buddy, you're gonna look up it's those just scenes. Too, it's though, too right? confusing. You're gonna it's look up confusing. them scenes I told you about. I'm that. gonna look up them scenes, dude. For sure, for sure, bro. Another pretty fun. Uh, buddy, I got another one. You got another one, buddy. Uh oh. Uh, pal. Let's talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the Marvel camp right. for another one here because I know how much you hate Marvel. It's a good thing you're doing Marvel because I got a lot of this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Buddy, this one is one you and I both love. Oh. And uh, and I don't know. I wonder if you even remember what it is, Buddy. I'm talking about that storyline of Uncanny X Men. Dude, I'm so with glad Cyclops you did and Magneto. Because let me tell you, I had to end up pushing it off to an honorable mention. Because oh. I wanted to put something else that turns out to be like, and I'll you know we'll talk about it after. But I I love this storyline, man. It's what got me loving Marvel again. I'm really glad you brought it up. I'll uh I'll, you go ahead and, and tell me all about why you love it, John. buddy. Okay, here's here's <laughs> the reason I love it. We both love it, and everyone loves it. Yeah. So Uncanny X Men is the story after um the Phoenix Force. Yeah, Avengers, uh, where, AVX, Avengers versus X. Yeah, AVX, where uh, where Cyclops has been possessed by the Phoenix Force and kills Professor Xavier. Bummer. And he's uh, still so, not back, buddy. Right, Professor X. Professor X is still not back, as far as I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like he's yeah, he's, he's gone. Been dead a while. He's been gone for a while. Yeah. But this, so this particular storyline is is essentially Cyclops has just just. Um, disappeared from the public eye he's kind of half hated half loved yeah um but more people hate him than 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 love him um and i know you and i struggle still even with the with the writers going well you know why do you write every character as hating cyclops when the only reason he killed charles was because he was possessed by the phoenix force right you know cyclops in his right mind doesn't do that and and the only people who are kind of singing that tune are people who a lot of people view as bad people like Magneto like, and Cyclops himself and yeah. Emma Frost and stuff. So yeah. It, it and you got sucks, Wolverine yeah. on the other side oh, saying you're him. a bad dude. And I remember at one point you and I were like, you've killed so many. Yeah. People. And I think even Cyclops so, says that to him. He's like, dude, I know what you've done in your life. And you're seriously going <laughs> to freaking pull it. You're going to judge me. Yeah. Oh man. But when it comes so to what, professor so what, X, man, it's, it's, yeah, and that's that's like their dad, you know. It's yeah, I don't very know. personal for them. Well, so the the story is um, Magneto has, uh, I mean, in in the previous versions, like during AVX and stuff, he's kind of solidified. He's not just going back to his old ways. He's he's committed to Charles's cause, right? Well, um, but he's still gonna do it Magneto's way. He's not gonna. He's be still gonna do it Magneto's way. People, if they're yeah. fucking with mutants, but he's not gonna he's, kill like he's, innocent. He's people. okay taping up, taking up Charles's cause, but not necessarily his methods. Right, right, right. right. Um, so he he is still Magneto. He's still very much Magneto. He's just got a different a different agenda now. Yeah. Um. So the the story and one of the reasons we love it so much is it's Cyclops, Magneto, and Emma Frost. The three of them start creating a new team of X Men, um, with a different agenda instead of it, it, Cyclops. And this is all explained later. And I don't. I guess I don't want to spoil too much mm-hmm. because it's it's a kind of a fun ride. But I know at a certain point you were and I you and I were like, okay, let's get the answer already. 
you're, you've taken a lot of time and, and right. thrown a lot of hate towards Cyclops. This better have a good payoff. Right, right. Um, which it did. It did have a good payoff. But just be prepared for a, plenty of issues where people talk shit on Cyclops. Right. Uh, um, but, I mean, we definitely see, you know, they're like this renegade force of, of X-Men um, who are going to, like, help mutants that are being persecuted um because you know during this time in marvel like mutants are very they're very much hated um and and their population has dwindled right there's like there's only so there's like a handful of them left right um you know throughout the world and uh cyclops decides he kind of starts drifting more into that magneto side of of the human and and, um mutant, mutant relations right uh, where he becomes more of like a you know into like guerrilla warfare type stuff, right? Um, scare tactics, really. Scare tactics, yeah. and and it was a, it was really amazing to see the relationship between Cyclops and Magneto. Who these guys were enemies for years, right? But both had the same kind of mutual love and adoration for Xavier, right? Um, it was a ama- it was so cool to me to have like Magneto support Cyclops after a they've been enemies for so long, mm-hmm. and b Cyclops killed xavier right just that relationship being present was a lot of what sold me on the story and why i kept wanting to pick it up and read it yeah definitely. and cyclops is one of our favorite marvel characters we oh, both yeah. love cyclops um, and magneto. so it's nice to really get him in the spotlight yeah and, and magneto yeah um, but it was nice to really get a lot of cyclops in the spotlight because for years marvel has been on that wolverine dick oh yeah they've been, they've been sucking that on that wolverine dick, dick. buddy so much so, Wolverine that it made me not like Wolverine, and like it sucks because I used to. I'm, I mean, I like Wolverine generally, but Marvel fucking shoved him down our throats. Every story had to have Wolverine at the center. I mean, they was that they um, Batmanized him, you know? That was uh, the Marvel Now, right? Yeah, Uncanny like, X Men well, Marvel Now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Marvel Now. Yeah, so no, Marvel it, it, Now he... Now, and not to be confused with Marvel After Now New. <laughs> <laughs> or Marvel the new after now. <laughs> it was uh, Uncanny X-Men Volume 2, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm looking it up to try to get more specific. Excuse me. To get more specifics on it. Yeah. And, and honestly, buddy, another honorable mention there is what springs off of that Uncanny X-Men storyline is mm-hmm. the, the Magneto book. The um, Magneto where, solo story. Yeah, where he kind of goes off on his own. And it's Cullen Bunn who wrote a bunch of those cool... Uh, like one shot Deadpool stories that were really mm-hmm. awesome. He's great at writing villains. Um, he wrote that Sinestro solo book too. Remember that was awesome. Oh my god! Yeah. Honorable mention there Sinestro. <laughs> that Sinestro solo <laughs> story, man. One. That's that was so one. good. Yeah. I gotta go back and read that, yeah, yeah, dude. Me too. Me too. That was amazing. He. Uh, I don't. I don't know if he stayed on it because I know it started not being as good later. Um, yeah. But most of it is very, very, very good. Definitely um, was that was that what took place in uh, was that New Fifty Two when he suddenly became a Green Lantern again? It was New the start of New Fifty Two. He was a Green Lantern again. Yeah, yeah, that was Sinestro. I'm trying to look it up. Sinestro, uh, vol- Green Lantern Volume One. Sinestro, the New Fifty Two. I don't the know. The Sinestro man. book was was a little again. after that though. He was he's a Yellow Lantern in the Sinestro book. It's because that's after Forever Evil, I think, when he kind of goes uh, off on his own, right? No, no, Forever Evil, he was already back to being a Yellow Lantern. He, he'd already absorbed Parallax. Yeah, that, isn't that, isn't Sinestro him doing that or something like that? I thought the Sinestro story ended with him absorbing Parallax. Yeah, I think, 
I know. I think it happens in it for sure. Yeah, so maybe buddy. You know what? We'll have to. We'll have to. You know what it is? The Demon Sinestro Volume One: The Demon Within by Cullen Bunn. Yeah, that's the best um, one. Let me see Good here. Stuff. I want to give the right information. Yeah, January thirteenth, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Um, his home, his family's on his luck. Can he take back the Despicable Yellow Lantern Corps, or does the universe have any? So you're, it's you're probably right. It's probably after um. Is probably after the Green Lantern, mm-hmm. uh, like one or two. Well, didn't Green Lantern start in New Fifty Two? Wasn't the main Green Lantern story about Sinestro? Yes, because this is definitely way after that. Because this is after he goes back to being a Yellow Lantern. Okay, but, and yeah, I love that when too. New I love started. He was the in the Green Lantern proper book. It was yeah. Sinestro being Green. Buddy, Lantern I was story. way into reading Green Lantern proper when uh yeah, was when good, New Fifty Two came up because Sinestro was in it. Yeah, he was awesome. He that was, was really such cool. a great story. I got to go back and read that. I'm putting it on the list. Another classic Jeff Johns, buddy. <laughs> Dude, Jeff Johns does no wrong. No, nah, he knows he does how to something's shape wrong. DC for sure. Yeah, he knows how to do something wrong. He knows what up though. Yeah, no, he does something. <laughs> so, buddy, you 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 were you, you were talking Magneto. I was talking Magneto. Magneto. It's Cullen Bunn. That bastard yeah. writes too many books that are good. Um, yeah, he. Some of our favorite characters, some of my favorite stories, tend to be villains who mm-hmm. have a positive agenda, who have a positive um, goal yeah. but a negative agenda. Right, right. I like um, that. I love that. Those are really interesting. But even Magneto's story, man. Oh, dude, remember the paperclip? Oh my god, dude, yeah. that made my skin I crawl. I loved that. I loved that. Yeah. Oh my god. All those men with just a paperclip. Yep. So oh, cool. if you guys, if you listeners haven't uh, read Uncanny X-Men um, from Marvel now and then extended that on to the, the Magneto solo story that happened during that time, you need to get on it because it was get really that. good. That's a good one. And while you're reading that, you should read uh, Sinestro, the Sinestro yeah, solo story. Yeah, why not? Pick that up too. Why not? And why not pick up Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe? Another classic. Why Colin not? Bun, but yeah. yeah. That was a good one. Uh, buddy... That's. I think it's up to you now. Now you got one. I got. This is your last final one. one, buddy. It's your last one, pal. <sighs> I'm glad you did that one, buddy. It made me not feel so bad for staying all up on that DC dick. <laughs> good. Uh, good. <laughs> well, I threw out an indie in there. I like. Like I, I mentioned them before, but there are books that I always recommend to people to read, like like Nailbiter. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it to like. Like I said, just. I to start know. off yeah it's a little intense even you kind of thought it was a little little much right i didn't really it's not that i thought it was a little much i just didn't really like it that much yeah i wasn't I really into book, it there, there were some things i kind of liked um as the story progressed i really started to like the character of nailbiter yeah, yeah. um but i i kind of trailed off after a while because it started getting a little convoluted for me so yeah when all the other killers and stuff take yeah out. like he starts like sheltering yeah. people and and it's it got it to me weird. it got to that point where i was like i don't i don't understand everything that's going on i'm fine not reading anymore yeah well at least you tried it right that's what I that's what it. everyone here should be doing uh but my it. last one buddy it's a real short one and it's uh it's got sinestro in it it's a green lantern story um Ooh. and buddy it's a good one it's uh what's it called it's called emerald twilight i think um and the story of emerald twilight is like it's like four books long maybe four issues long or maybe even three um but basically it's a story of when superman returns they destroy coast city 
um, and Hal comes back to Coast City to find it completely. Do you mean Sinestro? No, no, I mean Super- you said Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's, it's like when Superman comes back. Um, they find out like Cyborg Superman had been impo- impersonating him. Oh, okay. Um, and All Mobile right. and Cyborg Superman are trying to like bring this massive ship to Earth, and where they find where they think is a good place to put it is in is in Coast City. Um, mm-hmm. so they deton basically detonate Coast City. Um, and Coast City is is completely leveled. Um, so Hal Jordan goes back to Coast City, and he's like, "What the shit has happened here?" Um, and he starts using his ring to like bring people back to life um and trying to like recreate coast city um and he like recreates his father and has like this moment with his father and like with carol um but he ends up going and bringing back like the entire city and having people in it and they're constructs though right um so one of the guardians comes shows up to him and he's like hey dude like you're not supposed to be using your ring for personal gain and Mm -hmm. this is like personal gain if anything um, and Hal fucking flips his shit, and he's like, "How can these guardians be say that they're trying to protect this world, but then they don't want me to use my power to save people? It doesn't make any sense to him." Um, so he loses it and fucking goes to Oa and just starts killing the entire Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Um, and he takes all of their rings. He takes the power battery. They fucking sick Sinestro on him. They let him because Sinestro at that till that time had been imprisoned in the Central Battery. Remember. Yep. Um, and they let him out and fuck. I don't remember if he breaks his neck or how he, but he kills him. He kills Sinestro. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and he kills Kilowog and they don't come back again until like Green Lantern Rebirth. Right. Um, so yeah, they were while. dead for a long time. Yeah. So this is basically the story of Hal Jordan falling from grace and becoming parallax. Um, and right after that, that leads it. Actually, that's like the first appearance of Kyle Rayner seeing Hal Jordan flying off to Oa. Um, and you see Kyle Rayner like, thinking it's like a shooting star or something but um mm-hmm. you know kyle rayner ends up becoming the only green lantern after they after how wipes out the core but yeah, um, it was just him and ganthet left yeah yeah ganthet gives him the last ring makes him what was lantern. going on with guy at the time um uh, i don't really remember i remember he had his own book um he was like the, the guardian or something like that he had another name um like the guardian or something like something weird like that. Wasn't he a yellow lantern during that time? Didn't he have a ye- his uh, not not like a traditional Sinestro Corps member. But um that's what it was. He had like he had a, a power ring. he had like a power ring, but it wasn't like a yellow ring and it wasn't a, a lantern ring. It was that's what I mean. And I don't remember if it, he called himself it was something like I keep thinking Guardian, but then I think it wasn't Guardian. But he had like a power well, he ring. He was Guardian at one point. Yes, wasn't he? maybe that's when it was. But he did have a power ring, but it like wasn't connected to a core though. Oh wait, wait, wait. Was it Warrior? Warrior. That's what it yeah. was. Warrior. Okay. Yep, you're right. Good good stuff, buddy. Good save. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's where he was at that time. Because I don't think he's one of the ones that gets killed there. He didn't die. He yeah. definitely didn't die. He stuck around for a while, but he wasn't a Green Lantern. Right, right. Um Man, I'm I'm a little surprised to hear you say that story because I I, I feel like um, kind of the those those stories are so controversial. Yeah, um, yeah it's intense, man. Do Hal you think loses. that it's because you do you think that it's because you know how it all ends, like how they tie it up? Well, uh, and and kind of just not not really justify it, but explain it that it makes it easier to digest. Well, it's I mean it it's it is it probably is because it's the beginning of a very long Hal Jordan arc. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned it before being the Spectre. You know, Hal Jordan was Parallax. 
before he sacrificed himself in the final night and became the specter. Um, yep. So that's kind of like that progression. So without that, you don't get Parallax. And Parallax was one of my favorite characters in DC at that time. Um, I thought he was just a badass villain. And I loved how Hal would come back and kind of torture Kyle Rayner as Parallax. Um, and he was kind of freaky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's so, a monster. No, I just, I, I think I liked it so much because it was like a cool like fall from grace story and you know i like that kind of stuff so yeah and and back then i really liked comics where like fucked up shit happened <laughs> like i really wanted to see people <laughs> get maimed um yeah. and i mean he liked smashing freaking lanterns heads and shit like that um it's definitely not quintessential green lantern stuff to read but it's it's a really cool book and parallax is super important in the dc universe so to kind of see where yeah. that comes from is real important well, Jeff Johns, again, in typical Jeff Johns fashion, yeah. kind of sets everything straight and, and is able to kind of explain away why Hal went crazy. And it was because he was under the influence of uh, Parallax. Yeah, yeah, that's why he called himself. Because, yeah, at that time, it wasn't a Parallax entity. Like, he just called himself Parallax. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, we later find out he was yeah under the influence of the entity. And uh sinestro like he didn't really kill sinestro at all right like they made him think he killed sinestro yeah yeah so sinestro had like tricked him somehow i, th- I think he used his ring oh to, yeah to, he was like puppeting a, a construct yeah, yeah yeah so it wasn't really it wasn't really sinestro yeah yeah but sinestro had been gone for a long time sinestro just disappeared yeah. during that whole time um man man intense stuff man. that's an interesting story to pick man that makes me want to that makes me want to read it again it i'm out. familiar with the story but i've never actually read it there's that awesome cover to one of the issues of uh and they've used it in other things where hal is like looking crazy and he has all the rings on his fingers yeah you know i've seen that yeah i love that yep love that oh, oh good buddy. Story, buddy good story so that's all it right. for me pal i'm done that's it for you what buddy. about you do you have one more right all right, I've got one, but before I get into it, I want to do an honorable mention because as much as I do want to put it. this on, um, it, it's not kind of a, 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 a an ongoing story. It was like a one-shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so my honorable mention first is DC Rebirth. Oh, yeah, Because sure. it reintroduced, you know, Gotta Wally, obviously. That's why I love it. But it kind of resets the DC tone mm-hmm. to be what it should be. And again, it's Jeff mm-hmm. Johns. Doing what he does, Jeff Johnsing it up, yeah, and telling you know, t- setting setting DC straight. This is um, how you do these characters. This is what people yes, want. yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is when we were um, successful. This is what we need to do. So DC Rebirth leads into what my final recommendation is, and and it's an ongoing series. It's still going on. Oh, right now. new one. Um, and I'm recommending it because of how much I love the character of wally west and yeah. that's the the current run of titans i knew you were gonna say it buddy and it's real unfortunate i haven't gotten to catch up on that yet buddy i love what's uh, going on in titans i gotta read love it, it man love it love, it love it love it so uh it's it's wally reintroducing himself to uh nightwing donna troy um garth who's aqualad uh actually i think he goes by tempest um uh, spe- uh, not Speedy anymore. Arsenal, mm-hmm. and uh, and this and this other chick, um, whose name is escaping me for some reason. Um, o- is it Omen? Hold on, I'm gonna double check it real quick, buddy, because now I'm now I'm spacing. Hold on, Uh-oh. I got the books. Got the books right here, buddy. buddy you got them going, buddy. Let me just. I can hear you crumbling bags. Those sound like real life bags. Are crumbling. Yeah, pal, and you don't know. You know, I don't normally go out and buy issues of comics. Yeah, um, you're not a fan of it. 
I'm not a, not a, not, not uh, plus I've never really lived in an area where I've had a book that and was ongoing. You, now you have a comic book store near you, right? Now I've got a comic book store near me. Oh, um, man. Do you love it? Do you go there all the time? Uh, not all the time. I go there when I need to. Yeah, Hold on, buddy. Hold items. on. It's coming up here. I'm going to get her name because it's going to drive me crazy if I don't. Sure. It's going to drive you nuts. Um, buddy, one thing I'll mention here? while you're finding it is yeah, how yeah, much yeah. I loved the beginning of that story when he was going around to all the Titans and like he'd like touch them and they would be kind of like zapped with memories of him. Yeah. Um, and they would kind of like, even if they didn't completely remember him, they remembered that feeling of Wally. Like, man, I loved all those moments. So great. When people started remembering who this kid was. Because it was so sad. Dude, that moment in Rebirth when when Barry realizes it and his eyes go wide and he asks Wally? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Because he never says his name. Or Wally never says his name is Wally. So it's totally Barry remembering it himself, you know? Barry coming up with it himself. I did double check. It is Omen. Her name's Lilith. Okay. But but she goes by Omen. Right. Um, so uh, so it's them, and uh, it's a great story with Abracadabra. The nice. first couple of issues, actually, they just tied that story up recently. Um, they've uh, God, I don't want to spoil it. Why don't you read it? Randy? I know, and you know what's a bummer is is I'd hate for you to spoil it because I'm I'm about to, like I'm reading. It. I mean, I've read one is- two issues of it. You know, I think there's like nine now though. There are. Uh, s- Seven. Is that it? I want to That's not bad. I think seven. I can knock that out in a day, buddy. Trust me. Um. Yeah, I think. I think seven. <laughs> not quite too yeah, sure. Yeah, there, seven. Buddy. yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, buddy, it's seven. It's seven. Buddy, it'd be great if we had if we were just three pals and we could have one guy just on kind of deck to like correct us when we. Oh, right, things. right. You know well, I mean? you know what we should do is each episode we should start by um listing all of the corrections from the previous episode oh that'd be a you know good what i mean one. you know some you know some newspapers have like the the yeah, correction yeah, section little corrections i like that yeah buddy that sounds great we've probably yeah. spent it is seven. 45 minutes on that it is seven by the way <clears throat> seven issues we could finally um, boost our show up to the three hour mark that we've always wanted it to be yeah, yeah we love it which actually we're I'm, I'm about done so we can tie it up here pretty good and, and end around two hours like we always do buddy no just like we, we always want them short but they always never, last longer than we mean to never that's because we don't have dave around to keep us in check i wish we did to be honest you know when you. we show up on dave's podcast which you'll you'll hear us i don't know if it's next week but but there was a an episode we did with him that's going to be coming up on the Atomic Geekdom podcast oh, yeah. where uh, we start going off the rails and Dave very subtly just brings it right back in. And by subtle, I mean he says, all right, we need to get back on track. You guys are, are done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's our, yeah, we definitely that's, need someone to rein it in. I think we said something like about it too like this is what happens when you podcast with us. It's, <laughs> yeah. You just can't stay on topic. We take too long. Bummer. Um. So yeah, Titans, Love and the Run. If you're a fan of Wally West, if you're a fan of the kind of classic Titans lineup, yeah. um, you know, with with Dick and uh, Donna Troy and Garth and um, Roy yeah. and now Lilith. But if you're a fan of like that lineup, it's so much fun. It's uh, I, I'm really loving it because of all the deep Wally stuff um, that we get into. We get Linda, we get Abracadabra in very classic Abracadabra form. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just amazing. It's yeah. to, to me, it's my favorite book that I'm reading right now. I don't, I, I mean, I get it the moment it's available. Right. To me. And so. Wally is the big takeaway of Rebirth, so. 
the yep. book that follows him is definitely should be top priority. Um, and uh, and they're really starting to get into that whole kind of Doctor Manhattan tease at the end yeah. of yeah. Uh, and buddy, I was actually Rebirth. gonna bring up to you. There's there's a storyline coming up um, with Batman yeah, and Flash. Batman Flash crossover, man. So yeah, buddy. Be cool, the button or something like that, right? Talking I feel like button. Wally needs to be involved in that in some way. He definitely needs to be. He's definitely important to that story. So, but but actually, the Titans are kind of doing their own research into it. So maybe okay. maybe eventually they'll just compare notes. They'll right. get together and compare notes. But yeah, yeah, Wally's like that's that's on Wally's agenda to figure right. out what happened to him, really, why it right. happened, and who caused it. And he has the, the the biggest reason to find out too. I feel like yes, he has um, the most personal. He, he he is the most invested in yeah. this. But I thought, yeah, when I saw it, I thought you'd be real excited about that, buddy. A little Batman Flash crossover. Yeah, buddy. I'm up, pumped. Buddy. A little team I'm up. pumped. I think that's a couple months Well, away, hey, buddy. Should be good. I think that's the episode. Buddy. Let's, we did it. Hey, pal. Can yeah. I just throw out there as a yeah, quick honorable mention that people should read Jeff Johnson's oh. entire Green Lantern run starting from Rebirth. The entire Green Lantern run. It's all good. <laughs> okay. And you can't leave any of it out because it's perfect. It's like yeah. a, a, like a when you read it all together, it truly is like a, a epic saga. Well, buddy, if they're gonna read that, they might as well read all of Jeff Johns' run of the Flash. They might as well do that too, buddy. The Wally West run. They might as well do that too. <laughs> There's really great while stuff. they're at it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and yeah. end it with the Flash rebirth. But if they're gonna do that, why not just read all of Grant Morrison's Batman run? Why not? No, no. <laughs> Don't do that no, to yourself. No, don't do that to yourself. Unless you really love Batman, <laughs> you're going to go crazy. Yeah. But if you really Ugh. love Batman, it's, you're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. All right, that's, buddy. That's, that's it. it. That's We're the done. show. We did hey, it. Hey, buddy, what do you think? What What do you think you would say if someone were to ask you, how do I find out about those Just Two Pals? Buddy, when I think Just Two Pals, right? Yes. When Buddy, I, did you step away for a moment? Yeah, I stepped away because I okay. wanted to really back up and kind of get into it. Uh, okay. When I think Just Two Pals, I'm always thinking about that Twitter because Just Two Pals loves Twitter. Oh, we love and it. And if you want to reach Just Two Pals, they're probably on Twitter, buddy, hanging out, tweeting it up. So you can get us at Just Two Pals. Am I right? That sounds right to me. But if you're going to hit us up on Just Two Pals, you may as well pop a little hashtag in there why not do a hashtag just do pals am i right why not why not do it but and while you're at I'm it so glad you're on board how about hashtag randy's finally on how about board? hashtag uh-oh uh-oh how about hashtag pop that top <laughs> hashtag pop another one buddy <laughs> yeah but these are fake pop tops hashtag I'm a fraud. pop another yeah, i'm a fraud you have a fake pop top <laughs> no, no. yeah i just have one fake top popper that would be amazing <laughs> yeah you just I, I really need one of those yeah, i really need one of those because <laughs> i am literally opening a can <laughs> yeah, every episode yeah, yeah. no we've wasted a lot of drinks tonight sometimes <laughs> i sit everybody and knows. stare at my mountain dew voltage you don't even want and it. wait for the right time to do the mountain dew voltage <laughs> and you really promo. want uh, to drink it <laughs> i want one immediately yeah, yeah buddy sometimes i'll open one up prior and drink it yeah. just so that i it'll tie me over until right, i get right. to do buddy the, i didn't want any of these and <laughs> no. no, it's just two pals with the with the integer two. Go ahead and hit, hit us up, up on Twitter. You can hit me up at Johnny Wellens. Randy's at matches ten forty seven. That's true, buddy. And unless you live in the new fifty two universe, then it's ten forty eight. Oh god damn it! 
<laughs> and then it's 1047 and then it's back to 1048 again. Yeah. Um, let me uh, let me tell you, you yeah exactly if you want to have an episode dedicated to the one question that you asked us go ahead and send us an email at that <laughs> just you pals pod at gmail.com much like pound number one nope pound number two no no pound number three Tori Sloan did Tori Sloan hashtag pal number and she three. sparked this great episode so thanks thanks Tori she Sloan she did thanks Tori Sloan thanks 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 shut up Randy this was Just good for all up, of us Randy. actually I I got super pumped about old books that I haven't read in a long time so I'm ready <laughs> yeah that yeah. no, was a good it was a good uh, good idea thanks Tori Sloan classic Tori Sloan official hashtag pal number ideas. three thanks to official hashtag pal number four producer Matthew J Bates the second always always and, on top of things and uh. Who is the other one? Michelle Jensen <laughs> of the Nerd Out app. Who cares about it? You guys, check out the Nerd Out app. Seriously, I got to start pimping that and remembering. Check out the Nerd Out app. It's very cool. That's Some big cool things thing. are going to be coming here pretty soon, according to Michelle. So That's what she says. Uh, try it out. Download it. Rate it. Uh, give it a give it a look. Give it a look. Give it a look. We have too many pals at this point. Well, we have hashtag pal number five with Michelle. I don't think we have a six yet. Do we do we? have a six. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, Anna Kendrick. Stuff. Anna Kendrick is hashtag pal <laughs> We just six. forgot about Robert Review stuff. He's out of the <laughs> About mix. who? About who did you just say? Robert Review stuff. He's pal number six. Oh, hashtag pal number six, yeah, Robert Review you stuff. Forgot, who, by buddy. the way, he and I are good friends now. Yeah, buddy. When he finds out that you forgot about him, when he hears this episode, he's not going to be happy. I'm going to get a terrible review. <laughs> Definitely going to get I'm going to get the review. worst review. Oh, that's going to oh. be rough. I don't want to see that. This episode's going to get a great review up until the end. Right up until then. Damn it. All right, buddy. Anyway, well, that's it. buddy, what do you, that's it. What do you say? What do you, what, 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 what do you say we, we, uh, we play him out, pal? Uh, oh, yeah, buddy. I think it's on you. What do you say? How do we do I it? don't know what to do, pal. There's, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what a, what a theme is. I actually wrote a song about Atomic Geekdom. You want me to sing that? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, pal. That'll, that'll play us out nicely. Atomicgeekdom.com. You got them two bro geeks. Oh, buddy, well done. You got them just two pals and love marine side geeks. We're all about geeking and being numbered. Are we done? Atomic geekdom. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All that work edited out.